Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to Never Not Funny, episode 1916. Now, here's the deal. It's Thanksgiving, unless you got this on Wednesday night. Gobble, gobble. Ugh. No? The worst. You don't like that? That was the Who's worst. Who's gobble, gobble? I don't like, you know what, it kind of grosses me out, because it makes me, re- it reminds me on why I should be a vegetarian, is that it comes from uh, the animal. Like, gobble, gobble is the sound wow. the turkey makes. That really bothers you. That's crazy. It does bother me. Not as much as you interrupting me right now, but it certainly comes close. So, Jimmy, are you going to pardon a turkey this year? <laughs> Am I the turkey? <laughs> Jeff, you could just start by pardoning his interruption. Is there anything dumber than pardoning the turkey? Is there anything dumber than that? I don't get it. Right? Yeah. What are turkeys on this planet for if not to fry up? The only the, like, If there was a vegetarian president, they should pardon a turkey. That, right. would, that would make there sense. We go. But why would anyone else pardon a turkey? I don't get it. It's kind of like, it's, it's almost like being a jerk. You're like, I'm going to eat a turkey later, but I'm going to pardon you. Yeah, but then that guy eventually gets slaughtered, right? Yeah. It's not like that guy goes on for a nice, healthy life with uh, a he job. Goes, goes to the ranch upstate, right? That's where, where all the dogs go. Yeah. Like if there was a if, – if we lived in like the Aztec society where they made human sacrifices every morning to make the sunrise, <laughs> but there was one guy every year, they were like, this guy was going to be executed, but we're not going to do it. I'd be like, this is worse. Like, fuck yeah. you. Just do it. If you're going to do it, just kill one person per day. But don't don't give us false hope. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> To, to 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 be killed or to, be to killed? not be killed? Because anyone, of course, we're all going to volunteer for the other thing. Yes, I volunteer to not be executed. Perfect. I don't know if I'm in prison. You could put a bullet in my head. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think I'd rather that than get. I think we voted against basis. that in this. But actually, what did I, I never ended up seeing? We 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 did not pass the repeal the death penalty, did we? In California, we didn't. But we did the thing where it's going to be harder to do or something. Or we're trying to expedite and, and. Oh no! It's trying to expedite. No, it's right. So that yeah. makes it. There will be Worse. more deaths, but it will be less expensive. So money, that's what we decided, is money right. is the thing that we care like, about. Like, no, we still want to kill people. Just can you save us a couple yeah, bucks? Yeah, save us a couple bucks. Money, money. Cool. Which just means we send them down to the bad neighborhood, right? Isn't that how we're going to do it now? <laughs> well, that's the other fucking thing. The people who make the lethal injection drug are like, they're 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 all going out of business or something. Well, they, so. the, the ones in Europe refuse to send it to us because that's not what the drug is designed for. And the ones in the U.S., I what's don't know. It what's it designed for? On. I don't I don't. Getting your dick hard? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just have to take the right amount. <laughs> it's just like anything. You breathe too much, you'll die. It's the dumbest thing you've ever said, yet we're all laughing. Wonderful. It's wonderful. It really just speaks to this show. It's wonderful. <laughs> Are you okay? It's just a nice day. It's Thanksgiving. Is this, I'm is this the Thanksgiving spirit that I've Absolutely. come to know? Absolutely. Thanksgiving. And, uh, Thanks to you, listener, for uh, supporting yeah. us all these years. Indeed. Appreciate it. Absolutely. We thank the listener and those that uh, stayed with us through the last two weeks of us ranting and raving. And uh, if you did leave us, uh, you won't hear me tell you uh, good, good fucking riddance. Adios. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> By the way, Garen is here. He's just, uh, he's comatose from sadness. There he goes. You doing all right over there, Garen? I was reading which propositions passed oh, okay. in California. It was no, right? weird. Yeah. Okay, Garen. Uh, I don't know what just, I don't know what Garen just did. I don't know if you formed sentences. I think we just bummed him out all over again. Oh, hey, we passed. We passed weed. And guys, we're going to need it. Hey, heard that joke 17,000 17,000. Hey, speaking of that, you know, Elliot Hochberg on this very show mm. on the uh, Players Club episode talked about when uh, Trump met, uh, met uh, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, he told them all about the aliens right. and how he doesn't want the job anymore anyway. And then uh, John Oliver did that same joke. Yes, he oh. did. Yes, he did. Yeah. So did Dave Chappelle. Spoiler. Oh, yeah. You're right. Dave oh, Chappelle right. did, too. That's crazy. Over there on that uh, crazy. Saturday Night Live. Crazy. 
I'm going to try to put the accent on the wrong syllable on everything. Saturday late night. Saturday. 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 Night live. Saturday night live. Anyway, here's the deal. Happy Thanksgiving. As Matt said, we thank you guys for listening. I'm giving a little preamble here. The live show you're about to hear was recorded at Zanny's. In uh, Rosemont, Illinois, on the uh, west side of uh, west uh, suburb of the the city of Chicago, yeah. uh, a stone's throw, literally, to O'Hare Airport. Right, uh, and we know that because uh, I took everybody out after the show, and we all uh, grabbed a stone from the uh, <laughs> landscaping and tried to see who can get closer to hitting a Southwest Airline plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, the winner on that was our guest Steve Dahl. He has a <laughs> hell of an arm, and that's why you get to hear this episode today. That, that was the that, prize. That was the prize. <laughs> if you don't get it, Steve, we're gonna we're gonna trash this episode. Uh, we talk a lot about, and and I, as a horrible host. Uh, didn't mention what we were talking about on the episode. We talk a lot about. I, I bring out a book that is about disco demolition, and uh, back in 1979, Steve Dahl uh, and Gary Meyer and Gary Meyer they were on the loop, and we and that he goes into detail on that. But the premise we're talking about it is if everybody in the world knows about it because everyone in the room knows about it. Right. It's if you if you have never heard of this, basically. They had a they did a stunt a radio stunt where they brought uh, they had everybody go to a, a baseball game and bring their disco records and if, if to, you, you got in for a dollar if you brought a record you got in for ninety nine cents because and, that was the uh, and then they burned them the loop and it went crazy and people jumped onto the field and went nuts and it turned uh, into like a miniature riot and then the second game had to be um, uh, forfeit and uh, I apologize I have to answer something is just happening. Uh, and uh, yeah, the commissioner of baseball asking you to that was him. Please, please tell the story. Yeah. If you tell it, then please include that. We did not. If you tell condone it, this. they will come. Yeah. Well, glug. Uh, but we talk at length about it. And I, yeah. if, for anybody that like this listening over in Sweden, because we have fans, right. they're like, what are they talking about? Why? And yeah. th- you're not wrong. I, as a horrible host, right. uh, was in the moment and didn't realize, hey, you know what? Maybe not everybody listening. Because uh, those live shows get that way where you f- you forget, like, right. not only recording them for people to hear, sometimes you but feel like you're for in the, the room. For the crowd, yeah. And, and you know, originally I think we thought this would be a bonus episode that our fans, like, we've talked about this many times. Sure, we absolutely. talked about it with Gary Meyer when he was on the show. The last time we did a, a Chicago live show, he was he was a guest. So the longtime fan knows. And uh, But uh, to me, what's interesting is I always, I had heard about the disco demolition thing for years, but I never knew that it was these two radio DJs who orchestrated the whole thing. And uh, so it was, it's crazy. It's just interesting to talk to them and, and, and to meet Steve and, and to to hear his side of it because it has, as you'll hear later, it has become this kind of divisive thing that people are like, that was anti-gay, it was anti-black, as disco is mu- music for those people. And he was just like, yes. It's like a radio stunt. We were the, trying to do our the, job. Some radio stunt. <laughs> yeah. I was mad that I lost my job. It's great. It's great to listen to it. And it's, it's not anything that anybody that's listened to any interview with Steve Dahl, they've heard this before. Uh, but it'll be fresh to you guys. And it's good stuff. And Steve was very uh, gracious and uh, very funny. And it was a pleasure to have him on our show. Uh, yes, so that uh, So that's about it. So, and then you'll hear uh, Players Club members will hear the other uh chicago live show in the players club it'll be this week's players club episode and that one we recorded first so don't get confused if there's references in the steve doll one to the first show of that day a lot of a lot of explaining has to go down to release these episodes yeah but that uh 
uh, you will hear that. If you if you are a real stickler for chronology, you can wait until Sunday, listen to that Players Club episode, then go back and listen to it. But it's a Players Club that is uh, not a numbered Players Club, right? It is a bonus episode. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. It's still coming out after this one. Absolutely. My point remains the same. Uh, all right. The song remains the same. Does anybody remember laughter? And these are two great episodes. You guys are going to enjoy them. I, they really are great. And uh, it was great, to, once again, to have those people there. And uh, we look forward to doing more live shows in the future. We do have a bunch on the books for 2017. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to getting to a city near you. Indeed. All right. We're glad. I'm really glad we had Garen stick around for this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever find whatever the hell you were looking up? Oh, yeah. What were you looking up, Garen? I was just looking at which ones, because I had no idea which props passed and which ones didn't. Uh. Get your head out of the sand. Oh. Engage. Pay attention. There's more than just what's happening at the top. There is. Over the top is a great movie. It You've is. Got the record to prove it. Oh, and it's over there now. It's over there now. We moved it. We did a little cleanup here. All right. Listen, on behalf of the Pop Goes Beach, Garrett Cockrell from Palms, California. That's Elliot Hogberg. The Hans from Matt Bell, that bomb Jimmy Pardo. Here it comes. The Chicago episode, 1916. This is Steve Dahl joining Never Not Funny in Chicago. Please don't take this personal. Hey, guys, I know we're all a little bit stressed out in the wake of the presidential election. You're probably stressed out about Thanksgiving or Christmas is coming. It's a stressful time of year. I know I'm my shoulders are all tensed up and uh, Jimmy's so stressed he can't even speak right now. He's 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 literally paralyzed. I think he might have uh, his jaws might be uh, wired shut with stress. So uh, here's one solution for you guys. Try Soothe uh, with Soothe. It's easier than ever to find a time to relax, whether you're at home, at work or traveling. Soothe delivers a massage to your door in as little as one hour. When it's time for your massage, a licensed therapist will arrive with all the essentials for a quality spa experience, including table, fresh linens, music, oils, and lotions. Book your massage in less than 10 seconds on the mobile app or the website www.soothe.com. That's S-O-O-T-H-E. Dot com. And check it out. This week, Never Not Funny listeners can get $30 towards their first massage with Soothe when they enter the code NEVER at checkout. Just search the App Store or the Google Play Store for Soothe, S-O-O-T-H-E. Download that app or go to www.soothe.com and schedule your appointment today. That's Soothe.com, promo code NEVER for $30 toward your first massage. Soothe, massage delivered to you. Please don't take this person out Would you politely go to hell Get the fuck out of my way Cause it's been one of those days You want daddy to give you the business? And you got it Oh, I didn't expect that No, I reject your premise What is my name? Yeah, turn your back I'll take a swing at you, old man You've stunned me to silence, sir My show, my rules Live from Zany's Comedy Club, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Everybody, welcome indeed. Welcome to Never Not Funny. How are we? All right. If you weren't at the 130 show, uh, let me tell you that went fucking smooth at the 130 show. That was 
The video worked. I don't know what bullshit we just had to sit through. It's an embarrassment. I don't know who was in charge of it here at the Zannies, but they're probably going to be fired. I'm so rattled. I'm so I've never been this mad in my entire life. I liked it, the fact that they left the screen down while nothing was playing on it. It's just like, leave it down. Maybe it'll kick in. Maybe somebody else, I don't know. I like the counter down to the bottom. I think that's fun to see. Let's see exactly how long this video isn't working for. Well, it's probably not going to do more than like 30, 40, uh, 34, 35 seconds. Now we're 38 already. Son of a bitch! Anyway, welcome to Never Not Funny, everybody. And welcome into Never Not Funny. Yeah. The, uh... I'm okay. Four o'clock show, our second show. We're doing two matinees here. We're going to get you out of here in plenty of time to see the Cubs. Nobody panic. Uh, do buy yourself a White Sox-themed T-shirt on the way out, though, if you can. If you can certainly... Go ahead and get a White Sox-themed shirt, because as uh, everybody that listens to the show know, uh, they know that Matt and I are the worst businessmen in the world. So we go, yeah, people seem to like this Never Not, uh, the, the White Sox Never Not Funny logo. Let's uh, make a shirt of that again, and we'll sell that right when the Cubs are about to be in the World Series. Let's do that. That'll be... Nobody wants the Cubs version of that, certainly. They'd want a White Sox one to rub in their cup. I don't know why. That we're fucking dumb, is what it comes down to. We're dumb dumbest two men on the planet we tried to make it i told the 130 show this we tried to make a cubs one but it looked stupid it just looked like a big c with n and f in the middle and nobody would know what that was anyway and uh we probably could have sold four of those though and make a couple of bucks but uh again we're bad businessmen you guys want me to talk about this uh, some other time <laughs> nobody's sitting here we're gonna clear that up are they arriving now here we go welcome in weird beard good to have you there we go i do not leave the house until i get the right product on my face Look at you. It looks like you're wearing a, something you bought at Izzy Rizzy's trick shop. What are you? Don't you have another about six weeks before you got to put that on? Well, welcome. Nice to have you here, sir. Welcome in. Hello, young lady. How are you? I'm Jimmy Pardo from television. And uh, I used to be on the third tier of cable, but then uh, they, uh, they said that's enough of that bullshit. Let's, uh, let's put him uh, in charge of podcasting. And then Mark Maron took that away from me. So we're doing okay. Now, what is your name, young lady? Denise. Denise? Welcome, Denise. Who's this? Your husband here? What a joy. What's your name, sir? Rick. Rick, I'm saying that right? Rick? (laughs) Short for Richard? Love to have you. Good to have you here, Rick. No, what happened? Why were you guys late? You had a little trouble with the grooming? What happened? You got lost? Where'd you get lost? Off the uh, 194? That's not a street, is it? (laughs) I-94? That sound right? Where'd you get lost? In In this parking garage? (laughs) It's a... Look, uh, they're laughing. They all got lost, too. This is the worst... (laughs) The first time I worked at this uh, Zanny's location, I uh, ended up just going back to my hotel room and masturbating. I literally, it's like, this is the most confusing parking garage uh, structure. I wanted to say garage and structure at the same time. And, uh, well, what, well, you found it, though? What'd you do? Did you lay out some brun- uh, breadcrumbs? How'd you get? Are you, are you just, fuck it, go valet? That's, you know, that's what I tell my son all the time. I said, Oliver, if it's not going right, fuck it, go valet. Then he goes, Dad, don't use that language. I go, you're right, parking attendant. So I cleaned it up. But come on, that's comedy. That's a, that's a... So unhappy with the emptiness on the sides. Now listen, the, the 130 was jammed. Was it not Mike Cusick? It was jam-packed at the 130. Uh, then he had a second show, and you do what you can, right? You get through. We sold over 500 tickets. We're able to do it. So, right? You had to say, dee, 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 dee. hands off. You've got nothing to say. 
We're going to go around the horn in a second. Oh, by the way, we're going to, this is a bonus episode, but it'll be bonus episode C. So think of a band name that starts with the letter C, band name that starts with the letter C. And if you match me, you're going to get to come up here later and play sevens. So that's how that's going to work. So we're going to play some live sevens. That'll be fun. We'll give away a couple of t-shirts. Maybe uh, Rick, right? You like t-shirts? You like something free, Rick? Rick, what do you do for a living? I never ask people what they do for a living, but you fascinate me. You guys talk, talk about your C words to yourselves, guys. I don't know if we need to. I don't know if we need to break into a conversation about that right now. I just like, see, I don't know. Chicago seems too obvious. You know, Chicago cheap trick. They're local. They're from Rockford. Certainly, on the could be a possibility. What about Chumbawamba? They use that at the one thirty show. They're not going to go Chumbawamba. In fact, weren't they supposed to do movies for the second one? Yeah, Pardo just screwed up. It was supposed to be movies for the second one. Yeah, abort, abort the uh, movie, uh, music, it's movies, it's supposed to be uh, movies for the, uh, for the four o'clock, so think of a uh, movie that starts with C, uh, so that'll probably break some people into conversation again. <laughs> oh, cross that off, then that's not a movie at all, right? I'm not going to go see The Carpenters. <laughs> Is that a real laugh, or did somebody get a Halloween, uh, you pull the thing and a witch laughs? Remember that at the front door? Remember having that as a kid? Anybody have that? Dane Coffee, our resident pharmacist? Remember having that as a Put your hand down. Nobody's... You're not getting the president's award. Sit down. I'm like, you give a wave like you expected some sort of applause. And then when it didn't happen, I felt horrible for you and had to keep talking about it. Uh, remember that thing, Dane? Now, Dane, you're a pharmacist. Correct. Right? Now, you guys that listen to the show, Dane, from time to time, will tell us about uh, uh, how I mispronounce uh, pharmaceutical needs. Uh, what, uh, what do I always call it? All right. What's for the tummy? Rid, say it. Renitidine. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to say Zantac, but then what if I'm not? What if I'm going with the generic? I can't say Zantac. That seems unfair to the generic. Ask your local I have you on retainer. I'm not going to ask my local pharmacist. <laughs> so what do I have you for? Renitidine. That'll get you there. That'll get. But how do you say it? Renitidine. Ren, nope. <laughs> I can't even get past the end for Christ's sake. Ren, then I'm out. How about Famotidine. Pepsi. I don't like Pepsi. I don't like that. I like the, uh, the red tanatine. <laughs> what about loratidine? What's that? I know I'm mispronouncing that probably, too. Loratidine. Loratidine. That's for my allergies. Correct. All right, terrific. Well, I take both those products, and I appreciate your input on this, Dane. <laughs> we talked our show out in the 130 show. You guys made a big mistake by not coming to the 130. The, this is what we're reduced to in the 4 o'clock. It's like, now, how do you say it? Aspirin, you say? Aspirin? <laughs> Or is it aspirin, Dane? Wait, say it again. Acetylsalicylic acid. Acetylsalicylic acid. What? <laughs> now, do you guys have fun in the back there uh, doing little tongue twisters with each other? Not in the hospital. You can't have fun there. People don't want to be. Uh... That is a weird thing about the hospital. You can't go in there in a good mood. Everybody looks at you like you're a whack job, right? Right. But in reality, you should come in with a red nose, like our buddy Robin Williams did, try to cheer the people up. What? Patch Adams. Exactly. Thank you, Dane. Thank you, Dane, for over-explaining the joke everybody fucking got the first time. They all knew what I meant, and did I take a risk bringing up Robin Williams? Of course I did. He's dead. People die. You know that. You're in the hospital. What are you moaning? People can't die in a hospital for Christ's sake? How many deaths a day in a hospital? Give me a, give me a guesstimate. In mine or in <laughs> For the at-home listener that couldn't hear that, he said at mine or the, uh, in general... Uh, what about General Hospital? Like, but there's murders in that one. Oh, my God. Franco might be involved if it's General Hospital. Somebody really enjoyed that joke. What? Uh, all right, so in, uh, let's say at your hospital. Which hospital are you, are you at, Dane? At North 
You're at the Northwest Medical Center of Bentonville. Bentonville, Arkansas. Arkansas. Are you in from Arkansas? Correct. What, why are you in Chicago? Are you for the Cubs or you. just for Daddy? Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow! Right now, there's somebody dying on a slab. You should have been there. I guess you're just a pharmacist. You can, you don't control that. They, uh, the surgeon would probably be more responsible for that than you, unless you're giving somebody some uh, bad uh, prescriptions. You ever do that? Your buddy comes to you and goes, hey, I need some uh, uh, Zithromax. Here's a Z-Pack. You ever give a Z-Pack on the side? I like the Z-Pack. You take two the first day, one for the next six, you're good to go. You don't want to talk about the Z-Pack? No, you can do it in three days, too. Hang on now, Dane. What can I do? I can do a three-day Z-Pack? That's a super Z-Pack. Two, two, and two. Like, that's a Chuckwillery plus one. <laughs> plus two, I guess. We're back in two and two and plus the two. Chuckwillery seems like a good guy these days. You following him on Twitter? Holy shit, that guy's gone whack job. You follow Chuck Willery at all on Twitter? No. Oh, he loves this country the wrong way. <laughs> he is out of his fucking mind. But then I, but I buy all his products on SiriusXM. I think he does a great job in there. I, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night with pain in my legs. I put a dissolving pill under my tongue, gone. Right? Sometimes I want uh, some Australian cream for my back. Who's there for me? Chuck Willery's there for me. Two pills in the morning, two at night. Dane? Anyway, welcome in, Dane. Thank you for making the drive from Arkansas. What a joy to have. Uh, did you fly in from Arkansas? Are you drive in? What do you do from Arkansas? You flew in. Airplane? Maybe you go blimp. I don't know how you get here. Blimp is a safe way to fly. How many blimp uh, accidents do you know about, Dane? One. Right? I don't count Black Sunday. That's a movie. You know, one, the Hindenburg, right? Is that the one you're talking about? All right. I know MetLife is getting rid of uh, Snoopy. They're not going to have him on their blimp anymore. That seems like a sad day for children, right? When they go to the PGA event, they don't get to... When their parents drag them to a golf outing. No, it's going to be a lot of fun. How long, how long do you think that lasts with a child at a golf outing? I can tell you, my dad's here. Never. It's not a good time for a child. My dad would bring me a... Hey, look, there's Ed Docherty. I'd get excited about it for 10 seconds. You know, that guy, Al Guyberger, one shot of 59. Oh, is that right? We didn't have a dog at a blimp back when I was a kid, Dave. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, what a joy. Well, Rick, welcome in. I'm glad. We're glad you finally made it. Dane is here. If you need a Z-Pack, he's giving them out. In fact, that's what we're going to play. When we play uh, sevens later, we're playing for a Z-Pack. So, uh, right? Who doesn't want some free antibiotics? Now, there's too many antibiotics going around, right, Dane? That's a problem right now. People are using the uh, antibiotics even if they feel like I just got a little bit of a cold or something. Uh, give me some Cipro. Is that accurate? There's some overuse of antibiotics. What you just said is the same thing I did, but different wording. All right. I take Cipro once a day. Do you think that's a mistake? Uh, depends on what you're treating. I'm not treating anything. I just think it's a good idea. I'm afraid of anthrax coming back. It's, uh, it's uh, early 2002. I think anthrax is about to make a, a, a comeback. I would be safe. Thank you, Dane. Good to have you. Dane Coffey, our resident pharmacist. You can see we get a lot accomplished when I have to deal with uh, anything pharmaceutical. We welcome you in, Dane. Oh, you never answered me. How many deaths at this uh, Bentonville uh, hospital of yours? On a daily basis. Now, let me, can I guess? Ballpark it? Sure. Seems like a weird thing to play on. In fact, Rick, you want in on this? You want to bet on this? Let's bet a dollar. How many people die at this Bentonville a day? Get a dollar out, Rick. Let's go. 
That's how gambling works. You put your money up front. I'm not going to trust you. You can't find your way out of your car. All right, we're going to bet a dollar. Rick, you comfortable with that? You want to go higher? I'm willing to go up to $1,000 on this. I do come from the third tier of cable, though, so I don't know if I should go that high. All right, so you're going a dollar? All right, Rick, because you're the guest, I'm going to give, uh, you're the uh, fan, I'm going to give you the first guest. This is Bentonville, Arkansas. Now, I don't know how big of a, how big of a town are we talking about here? Fifty, sixty thousand. Hang on, Matt Belknap. You want to bet on how many people die at a hospital? <laughs> Please welcome Matt Belknap, everybody. Here we go, Matt Belknap. There's the honcho, Matt Belknap. Hello, Matt. All right, here, grab a microphone. Let me turn that on for you. I should have done that prior to your arrival. Now, this is Dane. Thank you. Uh, this is our. Uh, this is Dane. Uh, we just talked to him at length about uh, pharmaceuticals. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, I don't have any cash on me. But you're going to spot me? Thank you for your time. <laughs> spot, spot. I don't, does anybody have a dollar to loan Matt Belknap? Does anybody? You don't have another dollar? dollar? What? Oh. All right, Wendy's going to give Thank a dollar. You, Thank you, Wendy. You a Shut up. <laughs> That's a 10? You want to go 10 spot? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Wendy, uh, take your time. I'll get you back. All right, here we go. Who's that now? I Mike, can't are see you in part. on this? I don't have any money. Mike, you want in? Yeah, Mike's in. Yeah, All right, Mike's in, guys. All right. Steve Dahl is here, by the way. He's a radio legend, and this is what I'm doing. I have a legend in the room, and I'm killing time by taking dollars from people for a bet. Sir, you want in on this? Yeah. All right, let's go. Whoa, whoa. The more people that get in, the less likely we are to win. I don't know. It's Bentonville. People die every day, baby. All right, so I'm in. I'm in. Oh, hang on. This guy's in. Well, now we have to remember everybody who... Be- okay. By the way, I also have family here that has never heard our podcast, and they're probably... First, by the it's, way, it's insane. Uh, but also, they got to be thinking, really? He makes a living doing this? Yeah. It's mostly this. This is my. Right, so who's this, this for? This is for you, Mike? This is for Mike Cusick, who's in the... Gar- uh, big hand for Mike Cusick in the Garen Cockrell seat, guys. Yeah. Mike Cusick from hometown Illinois. Mike has uh, become a friend of the show, a friend of mine from childhood. We, we lost track of each other, Rick, like anybody does. And then Mike showed up at a show of mine at Zany's in St. Charles once, and he goes, you don't remember me? I go, no, you look like you're my grandfather. I don't remember you at all. <laughs> he looks horrible, doesn't he? <laughs> look at him. Mike, get off your phone and let people see how old you look. L- look at Mike Cusick, everybody. He looks 75 years old. I'm being, I'm being nice by that number. In fact, I'm glad you're here, Dane. He can go anytime. If you, if you can't see Mike from where you're sitting, just picture Rob Reiner now. <laughs> you should leave. I would get off on that if I were you. I would love to. I, I would, would not try to uh, top that. No, you can't. It wasn't even yours to begin with. You can't take a dollar. I get a dollar for that nice joke. You, you get the applause of the audience, then you go back there and you tell Mr. Dahl I apologize. <laughs> All right, so how many are we at? One, two, three, four, five, six of us are in. Is that it? We're, all right, we're closing. I'm going to close it. I'm closing it. Windows are about no, to wait. close. Oh. 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 What was that? Oh, was that? So, somebody just wadded this up to the size of a marble. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Who, what asshole thought this was a good idea? Okay. Who is that? What's your name, sir? Mark. Hey, Mark. Okay. Is that Mark with a C or a K? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, are you the Mark from Chicago that was on the video? And by video, that's in quotes, the audio? That's a different one? So is it Mark with a C then? Ugh. This is America, friend. Which we're about to make great again come November 8th. We're going to make it great. It's going to be a great country. 
Right? I'm going to say it a second. I've said it before. I'll say it again. That guy's not only going to ruin the country, he ruined wearing red hats. (laughs) Right? You can't wear a red hat anymore. You wear a red hat. Look at that. He votes for Trump. No, he's just an Angels fan. (laughs) Still don't like him. They're mad at A.J. Pruszynski to this day. He should be the manager. No, he shouldn't. Bring back Ozzy. He had some fire. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, we got seven people in on this. All right, now we got to get numbers. This is, again, people paid money to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly. What? Uh, you went first, all right, right? Rick, you got to go first. I gave you that, and then I opened it up uh, for reasons that, uh, to this second are un- unexplained. Four people die a day at the Bentonville Hospital. Give us the full name, sir. Northwest Medical Center of Bentonville. You still want to stick with four? That sounds prestigious. <laughs> that sounds like people die willy-nilly over at that place. They're losing four, four a minute. He's going four. All right, you were in. Six. Going six. six. Thank you for showing your fingers. That's helpful. This table? Nope, it was Logan. Three. Uh, three, three from Logan. Uh, Mark? One. One a day. <laughs> do you recommend one a day vitamins? <laughs> you, do, you recommend multivitamins? There, there's a big scam about vitamins these days, right? Like people say you don't need vitamins at all. Your thoughts on that pharmaceutical guy, guy Dane Coffee? You don't need megadoses of vitamins. But you do recommend a supplement from time to time? How about a vitamin C? I take that every day. I used to take Viagra three times an hour. (laughs) Too much? I'm fucking a lot. (laughs) You just got finished saying your family is here. (laughs) I have a child. They know I at least did it one time. They should know I do it a lot. They should also have a hard time keeping it up, so I got to take bills for it. Wait a minute. When you said you had family here, does that mean all the illegitimate children from around the country? Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, you know I live in fear of that. You know I live in fear <laughs> yeah. that somebody from Portsmouth, Ohio is going to show up one day. I'm your son, Daddy. <laughs> it's me. Remember you being my... Well, all right. And he's Cajun from What's Ohio? <laughs> you ever been to Portsmouth? <laughs> Very south. Very southern. Okay. Oh, they got a lot of Cajun now that I... <laughs> You go down there, there's a storm coming, and the storm is by, the, by Jimmy Potter's jism. <laughs> wow. No, you're not allowed to moan that. You're lucky I said it. All right, Mark, you're at one. Then we talked about my vitamins. Mike Cusick. Mike Cusick, you're in on this. Thirteen. 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 Ba- Baker's dozen. Wait, who are we, are we missing somebody? Well, me and you. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say two. You were? Yeah. Has seven been said yet? Seven seems like a good number to die. (laughs) What's your question, Mike Cusick? I'm wondering if somebody knows the answer. Yes, the guy I'm talking to knows the answer. The whole premise of this bit. Mike. Why did I pick you to do this? Why did I... This was a horrible mistake. I thought it was the only way to stop your texting. That's the only thing I... (laughs) I think he was worried he had to look it up, and he had no idea how to do that. Oh. Uh, I don't think you could. Could you look this up? Is this something you could Google? Seems like it'd but be But you on... know it. You know the answer. That's weird to me that you know the answer. Do you think it's on the dark internet if I uh, look there? <laughs> All right, so uh, here we go. Give us the full name again, the, the uh, Libertyville Honda. Some... What's it called? Northwest Medical Center of Bentonville. Northwest Medical Center of Bentonville. Let's get a drum roll for this answer, too. You ready for it? I, I got a professional drummer here. Ron Ryan's here. He could drum. No, sounds like everybody wants to do it. All right, the average would end up being less than one. You almost said less than zero. (laughs) Which, by the way, somebody died in. The great Robert Downey Jr. passed away in the back of a convertible. 
And I left that movie confused and crying. Wait, that movie less- scared me and angered me. Less than zero. Less than zero deaths would mean that people were dying and then being brought back to life at the same time. Or people were just coming to hang out. Well, the birth rate is higher than the death rate. The so. birth rate, he says. Who's in on birth rate now? <laughs> we're going five bucks on birth. All right, so you're saying less than, so one would be our close. Our clo- All right, Mark, come and get your money and buy a K. <laughs> wow. What do I owe a dollar? I owe you a dollar? Boy, that was, boy, the payoff on this is a zero. Speaking of zeros. There you go. Ah, sorry, Mark, I got a dollar down. And, oh, yeah, you're, you're a crumpled piece of shit back. <laughs> What's that? That's the one I throw at Elliot? Why would you have it then? Are you a magician of some sort? <laughs> Did you too go to Izzy Rizzy's trick shop? That's my one reference for the local trick shops. And it's a, what was the other one? Riley's was another trick shop. You ever go to a trick shop, Rick? Is that something you've ever done? No, you've never been to a trick or a magic shop in your life. Why not? What are you, afraid of magic? Black magic? How about the song by Santana, Black Magic Woman? Did that scare you a little bit? How about when I sing Black Magic Marker over and over? Is that fun for you? We got a black magic marker. What's that? We got a black magic marker. I got a black magic marker. Do I sing that once a day? Yeah. Who's in on this now? I see you, less, you sing that less than once a day. Less than zero. I, again, I left that movie angry. I like how we sit down. That's if we were just doing a very... <laughs> I was waiting for you. I'm dying. I was so... You literally you came up here buttoned like a gentleman. Yeah. Right? We're up there. We're doing the bit. And now we relax into the show. Yeah. All right. We it's got the gambling too, out of the I way. Need, I need to rest. I need to take some... Heat off my legs? Is that an expression? No, wait. No. Yeah. I was, Unless you're wrapped, maybe you wrap your, uh, your legs uh, like an engine. Do they do that? Not so sure they do. Maybe a Cleveland Indian might wrap a, a sore leg after a big game. You know what that was? Good save. That's what that was. <laughs> that was a good save. Now, the Indians, of course, are going to be playing the Cubs in the World Series. You know that. That's me being positive about what's going to happen. Yeah, don't jinx him. I'm not going to jinx him any more than that. That goat has. <laughs> hey, let's bring that and Bartman up more, guys, you assholes. Leave him alone. Leave the goat alone and leave that poor Bartman alone. Mm. That poor asshole. His phone probably rings every 45 seconds. You going to throw out a ball? Why would he? <laughs> what does he have to gain? He, throw, he throws the ball out. Like, like Let's extend an olive branch to him you know, for doing nothing wrong. Let's extend an olive branch, throw out the first pitch. He shows up and does it. The Cubs lose. Who do you blame? Bartman. Yeah, he... He can't show his face until they win the World Series. Then maybe he can come out. It's not on him. It's about the city. They won't let this poor son of a bitch leave his home. That's what, but I'm saying he's not safe in public until they win. We're never, we're, none of us are safe come November 9. <laughs> if that woman gets in there. Oh, boy. <sighs> what are we going to do, Mike, if Donnie T wins? What do we do? Oh, we're right? Screwed. We're screwed, right? Holy shit. Well, we'll get through it the best we can, you guys. This is a weird direction to take it. <laughs> what did you say? This is a weird direction to take it. I disagree. I think it's a perfect 10. place to bring it. Uh, what did you say? Midtown? What did you just That's say? At minute 10. I have no oh, idea. No, no. We're in farther than that. We're deeper than yeah. that. That Jeez. betting thing ate up 18 solid minutes. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice stuff. And again, I don't know how they handle refunds here, Zane. He's like, I guess we'll find out today. <laughs> yeah. That's why we do the betting. We hope to win so we can pay you all back. 
Get a couple sometimes of dollars it works, back. Sometimes it doesn't. Now you're wearing a sneaky shirt over there. You're wearing a, a, uh, a Chicago flag, but it's not really a Chicago flag. What are you wearing? Dun 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 dun. It's a uh, Hamilton Chicago exclusive tee that I got last night. You Hamilton. went to see Hamilton last night in this city. Yes, I did. Thank you, Chicago. Thank you, thank you, crowd, for paying for my tickets. <laughs> I went to grade school. So did you, Mike, with a kid named Ron Hamilton. I wonder if he's in this production. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember Ron Hamilton? Yes, I did. Tall, lanky fella. He's a tall, lanky fella. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Was it's he all, in this? It's an all-Hamilton cast of Hamilton. <laughs> who, else, who else is in it? Linda Hamilton? we got Linda Hamilton who as, else is? as Eliza. You've got uh, George Harris. George Hamilton. George George Le- Hamilton. The leathery-faced George Hamilton yep. shows up. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, he was Burr. Oh, that's good. That's good casting. Good casting. Yeah. I like George Hamilton. That guy gets a bad rap. <laughs> I don't think he gets any rap, actually. <laughs> I don't think anyone's rapping about him at all. Well, you would know you saw a rap musical right. last night. Yeah, no, I did not hear let's any. Do a, let's do a rap musical about George Hamilton. It's a great idea. Let's talk to Weird Al about it. It's time. It's totally I've already time. got that black magic marker. We rammed that into this thing somehow. I see, like, maybe, like, a 12-minute, like, you know how Weird Al does those, like, uh, I want to say montage, but what's it? Uh, medley. Medley, yeah. Like, yeah, he'll do, like, a medley. That's what you need, like, a super mix medley Hamilton, but it's all about George Hamilton. George Hamilton. My name is George Hamilton. <laughs> Look at my face. It's, I mean, what do you got? <laughs> He's very tan. He's very, very handsome. He played Dracula. Right. Which is very contrary to the tan thing. That doesn't make any sense. Those two things should never go a together. A lot of makeup. A lot of, a lot of makeup. Yeah. Bella didn't need that much makeup. Right. He was naturally ghoulish. Bella was the best, wasn't he? <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> He's the king. He was also, wasn't he Zorro the Gay Braid? A uh, Gay Blade? <laughs> and, and the Gay Loratidine, 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 Loratidine. Uh, wasn't he Zorro the Gay Blade? Who, George Hamilton? Yeah. I think so. I want to say he was. Not Bella Lugosi. He and was... then he had a morning uh, chat show for a while. He and his wife no, would I run their mouths that. about the current events. And he pops up in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, if I'm not mistaken. Is that true? Is it true? Or George Hamilton? Somebody just confirmed that? Yeah, why, Matthew Rue from St. Louis? I can't picture where he is. Who does he play? He's at the very end. He plays Pee-wee in the movie. Oh, that's right. He plays Pee-wee in the movie. Uh, oh, no, no, no. That's, no, um, that's not him. You, that's James Brolin. That's James Brolin, who's married to the great Barbara Streisand. The voice of an angel, Mike. <laughs> There's Scott Hamilton. Scott Hamilton, the skater. Oh, oh we, yeah. He'd gorgeous. be great. Nice pull, Mike. What does he do? Of course, you have the internet right now, so you're looking up. You just Google famous Hamiltons. Who else you got? Linda Hamilton. I said her already. Get to the next page. That's really about it. That's it? Well, you know what? It's a small cast. We need a... uh, Just just to round it out, can we also include Mark Hamill? I know it's not Hamilton, but he's close. I don't like it. You're just trying to ram some Star Wars guy into this thing so you can meet him. That's my ultimate... Like When you combine Star Wars and Hamilton, you got me. I'm I'm out. No. Pass. You don't want to see him play Hamilton? I want him to do a one-man show called Hamilton. Yeah. So I'd see that. And it's about him gaining a lot of weight. <laughs> Which he did do. Then he played the... And I was the voice of the Joker. Yeah, and then he lost it for Force Awakens, or so we're told. <laughs> Hard to tell under that big robe, but... Yeah, he's got a robe on, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I know... He lost a little weight because he chopped his hand off for the part. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So you think he really did that? a couple pounds right there. That yeah. guy really cares about a character. He he's 100%. Oh, look yeah. who showed up a little bit. Oh. What's going on? Did you have... Now, yes, no question here. Yeah, yeah uh, Mr. Carson. Did yeah, you, did you have Mark Hamill on the Mark, Tonight Show? Make sure you bring that up one time. We had the entire cast of Star Wars on. Mark Hamilton. And I'm talking to uh, that uh, uh, Christy... Uh, what's your name now? <laughs> 
Harry it, Fisher, sir. Keep, keep, in mind, keep in mind, I'm dead. I'm lucky to remember any of this stuff. Yeah. We were. I'm talking to Carrie Fisher. Now, this was a long time ago. <laughs> yes, thank you, Ed. <laughs> and I look over. Mark Hamill is having gay sex with Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Cloud City, sir. <laughs> <laughs> See now I can do it if you if you steer it into something I know something about then I can do something like yes. that. Yes. I, mean, you... I did Bozo Circus the first show so that people would enjoy it. Yeah, but you were dropping names that I don't I have no idea what. I, they... I mentioned listen, funny you bring it up. I mentioned again. I mentioned Bob Bell again. Yeah. He had his red nose up uh, Fraser Thomas's ass. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Oh here, come here, here, come here. Ready? Okay, ready? Wait, I didn't understand what you said. <laughs> Okay, okay, got it. Uh, so is it you can bring this up now? <laughs> yes, sir. One time we were doing a live show right here at the Shrine Auditorium. Is that what that's called, young man? The Shrine Auditorium? Yes. Shri- we're at the Shrine the, uh Hey, don't steal my bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know your place, Mike. <laughs> we're at the Shrine Theater. We have the whole cast of... Uh, this sound th- Less and less like Carson every second I go on. <laughs> uh, we had the, uh, the entire uh, lineup of Bozo Circus on the show. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm busy talking to Cookie the Clown. I look over. Bob Bell's got his red nose up Frazier Thomas's ass. Bucket number six. There we go. <laughs> there we go. There, there you go. Hey, right? Yes. Good piece of business. Yes. <laughs> so, Mike, how was this? Uh, this uh, now, all right. So we, we've settled. We got Ron Hamilton. We got George Hamilton. Who's Ron Hamilton? The guy I went to high uh, grade school with. Uh, okay. Right. 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 <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. He's that the first tall, part. lanky guy. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. There's no doubt he can. Mike, you think he could carry a tune? You think? Ron Hamilton? Certainly. All right, thank you, Mike. <laughs> now, for those that don't remember, uh, Mike uh, called in on the show, and he was also, he and his beautiful wife, Wendy, were nice enough to sit in one day. Mike lives in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, home of Stephen Avery, who uh, was made a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, is there any updates on the murder that we should know about? Oh. Anything on that? I know that season, uh, that thing's coming back. Those girls won't let this thing drop. Uh, <laughs> no. Thank you, Mike Cusick, everybody. That's who we... That's, now listen, now that's an exclusive what you just got right there. That's exclusive, never not funny, live in Chicago information about the second season of Making a Murderer with Stephen Avery. Is he still in jail, Mike? Do you at least know that? Is he still in the prison, still in the clink up there? I know they released that kid. Y- yes, he is. Thank you. Mike Cusick. And you have, have you seen those documentary filmmakers, uh, are they milling about town? Or do you see them going through your trash or anything, trying to find new leads? Uh, oddly enough, no. They're not around? No, huh. don't see them anywhere. Okay. Hmm. No, I haven't. <laughs> I, I, get a, I just have a strong feeling they're going to phone this one in. Like, it's, there's not going to be a lot of investigation. Oh, you know about that? <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still thinking we should have put Cusick on T-shirt duty. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I was talking about this show. We're, we're going to be phoning We're going to phone it in? Yeah. <laughs> I give 100% to every show I do. I walk out there, be it 1.30 in the afternoon or 4, I give 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing night shows anymore. I'm doing all matinees now. Nice. Right? We fill two rooms of matinee. Right. I don't do that at night, for Christ's sake. And at night, you get bachelorette parties? Pass. You think a bachelorette party would come to a podcast taping? No, that's why uh, they come to the stand-up at night. Yeah. That's why you do the matinee, baby, matinee. I would love to see a bachelorette party at a podcast. Why? <laughs> just be it so would be weird. The worst. Yeah, it would be terrible. But they're the worst. Then you know you've really made it as a medium. Podcasting has made it when there's bachelorette parties showing up. Oh. What's this now? Podcasts are fun. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure Marin and Corolla have them at their shows because <laughs> yeah, they've made it. Yep. <sighs> Looks like we've made it. 
Look how far we've come now, baby. What are you singing? I'm singing Shania Twain. Boy, I thought you started out with the Barry Manilow. I thought, it looks like we made it. Oh, that's the same line, but different melody. No, no, Shania Twain. Shania Twain had a big. No, I can take it, love away. We made it. True or false? I want you to. Mine is less than forty years old. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a true or false, Matt Belknap. I want you to guess, and I will give you all the money in my right hand pocket. How many times have I seen Barry Manilow in concert? Three. Wrong. Twelve. Twelve. What the. Is not, you're not eligible anyway. Does, don't just yell things out. No, it's 12. That guy was right. But the point is this. You don't yell out at our show, sir. This is a quiet... This is a mat- that's why we do matinees. <laughs> we just finished talking about it. I've seen him twice. God, so it was close. two times. I saw him I the one time. Of the money in your pocket. Him, you get nothing out of my pocket, except for the peace sign that Alanis Morissette stole from me. <laughs> what... Um, so you saw this Hamilton last night over there. What's the name of the, uh, the, the, the venue? The private bank theater. It's over there? Yep. Right nice there. venue? Right there in the theater district. Yeah, really nice. Did you have nice seats? Very, you, very you know, nice. Your beautiful wife, Elise, flew in with you. Yep. And you, last night you flew in early. You, went to, you took the tram down there, mm-hmm. and uh, you took that down to uh, this theater that you speak of. Yeah. Well, and then you had some delicious food prior. Yeah. Shoko. What? Rick Bayless. Shoko. It's a sandwich shop. Oh, is this the same guy you brought up the first show? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know you don't remember a lot from show to show, so I'm just reminding you. Yeah, we went to a really good Mexican place. Uh, what did you get, a taco? I got a torta. A torta? I, I did the thing that Elliot told me to do, which I will never do again. <laughs> I'll never take his advice, because it kind of backfired on me. What would you do? I, I lo- was looking at the menu, and the, everything sounded so good. And he, we, he and I had just been talking about how, uh, you know, he always says... Uh, what's what are you what are you known for? That's his line. What are you known for? And uh, so I was like, well, whoa. I don't think I maybe I screwed up his line, but I was just like, what's what's good? I've never been here. What's uh, what, what's good? And he said, oh, well, this is uh, and I was like, okay, great. And it was good, but I wanted this Cubana they had, and I can't stop thinking about this Cubana that I missed out on because like, what it sounded so good, and then I heard more about it later, and it just seemed like uh, I blew it. But the thing I had was like, hang on, did you forget there's an audience? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's our show. Holy shit. This is what our show... Our, we, sometimes we just have conversations. Listen, we got a radio legend in here. You're I talking sandwich. Although he has a chef on once a fucking week, so he's no... I can't... I mean, well, he'll tell me that... Uh, the, if, you if, know what? This guy used to own a Mexican restaurant, a place called Hat Dance. So he knows uh, everything about Mexican okay. food. So he knows the... He used to, used to go to Rick's uh, Tacos in Pasadena. This guy knows everything about the Mexican Rick food. Rick Bayless's? I don't know. Is I don't know where? who Rick Bayless is. I'm safe. You say his name one more time, I'm kicking you right in the balls. I'm not kidding around. Never hated a name so much in my entire life. What is it? Rick Bayless? Bayless. Why do you know his name? And why do you act like I'm a dummy for not? Because I watch Top Chef. And I don't. Top Chef. Well, he's great. I loved him on Top Chef. I rooted for him. Really? You thought his food looked good? It did, yes. He's a guy, he'll like, he'll travel to the mountains of Oaxaca. Just to like, just to, just to find one bean that's like, this is the bean that the Incans used to cook. And, like, he's crazy. He devoted his entire life to authentic Mexican You know what? Cuisine. I would like less travel and more cooking. Well. I don't need this guy up in the mountain. I want him in front of a stove. But he comes back. He leads his donkeys down the mountain, <laughs> bringing wonderful food for us. And, and it's, it's and great. And you enjoy whatever you had last night, yeah, but yeah, this so Cubano is, is not on you. The, the, well, the Cubano, I know that's not Mexican. It's, it's, it's uh, Cuban. Probably Cuban, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second. Uh-huh. 
Uh, now, I saw him. He was the front row of the debate, right? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Mark Cubano. Mark yeah. Cubano? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I mean, because that, that one just sounded great. But this guy, I guess one of their specialties is they, they'll make a sandwich and then stick it in soup. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> a soup witch? It's like a weird thing. So, like, they'll make a soup, and then they cut the sandwich in half. It's on, like, French-style bread. I see. And then they just put it... Right, face down. Not face down, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. Side, side to side. Like, like a plane crashed into the soup. <laughs> Never forget, Mike. Yeah. You're the 9-11 of dinners then. Somewhere. It was actually, the sandwich was called the 93. Cause it was <laughs> what happened? What happened? No, it's not too far. They're applauding it, you asshole. That's a good joke. Although, if it's in soup, it could be the Sully. Because Sully landed his sandwich. Yeah. But it's, I didn't want to confuse you. It's not landed like Sully style. It's not style. landed. It's, it's not Sully style. Boom. This is 93. Yeah. Although, that would be in the salad, right? Didn't 93 go down in a field? Oh. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is good business. This is good it's business. really good. All, I'm just trying to think of a third thing. I know, right? <laughs> Oh, you know what? It what? What do you got? Roll. Let's roll. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, boy. No, one too many. Yeah. One too many. You think that's when it broke bad, Mike? You know when I thought it broke bad? The morning of 9/11, when this country changed. But thank you for your input. It's a great country. I salute it. You know, I salute the flag every single day. I get up and I unfurl my flag. I put it out on the porch. I stand there. I salute it. The neighbors look at me like I'm nuts, and then I put it back. Wait, you take it right down immediately? Enough's enough. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> so you put it up and take it down immediately. That's all I got to do, right. I don't know where I'm going to be at night. I can't risk that thing being out after, uh, after dusk. It's like a vampire. No, flip-flop that. It's a reverse vampire. It's, re- it's reverse. It's yeah. George Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> or we gotta bring now, that's guys. a better movie. I'm, I'm if, listening. If, if George Hamilton had played a reverse vampire, and that explains his tan. Again, I think he had makeup on. Not very good makeup. You don't think it was good makeup? Uh, I saw him at a gelato place once. He looked dynamite. Wow. If you could tell me who he was there with, I'll even give you the initials. Cheryl Teagues. Nope. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, wait. Who was it? It was shit. Who was it? I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. It's not Robert Guillaume. It's, uh, and it's, ah, his, uh, DG. The initials are DG. Who did I see George Hamilton with? Equally as tan and wearing in 2000. Uh, in four, let's call it, yeah. wearing shorts that he would have worn on uh, Battle of the Network Stars. He had on, speaking of Cheryl Teague's, he had on Cheryl Teague's hot pants because they had just come from the tennis court. And this is a guy who would have been on uh, the He would have been on. Stars? And by the way, I'm not going to be mad at you for not knowing this because it's a ridiculous game that I'm playing right now. DG. DG. Yeah. Dobbert Guillaume. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Dick Godier. Oh, yeah, I don't even know who that is. So Dick, Go- Dick Godier and George Hamilton together. That's a lot of tan in one room, baby. Godier looked great. Looked gorgeous. Right? He's wearing those shorts. Pulls them off. I mean, he didn't pull off the shorts. <laughs> I mean, he could wear those shorts. You don't go, look at the old man with the shorts. Look great. Wow. Those gams coming out of those shorts. Post-tennis gelato, huh? Yeah. They're living the good life. That's, that's, <laughs> God damn those right? guys. Retired rich white asshole. Yeah. What do you do? You go to the tanning booth, you play a little 10-10, and you hit the gelato. <laughs> Love it. Don't even have to worry about the calories. Right? Because the next day you're going to go out there, you're going to play a couple sets. Mm-hmm. Right? Beautiful. Love 40, Dick. That's an example. What, what would I know? <laughs> Deuce. Right? That, right? Oh, George, ace. I'm done with my tennis terms. Let. Uh, what's your question? Uh, what do I know Dick Godier from? I have no idea. That's right. 
Uh, he was on Get Smart. He played Jaime on Get Smart. Pretty sure that's an offensive name today. Yep. I, I love that show. I don't remember that then he was. Uh, he played uh, Robin Hood, I think, in Robin Hood's uh, some sort of uh, yeah, a, uh, a funny Robin Hood that came out in the uh, 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. What's it called? He was also on a game show, according to the pharmacist. Oh, Liars Club. Liars Club. Okay. He was just a guy. Dane, uh, Dane is here, and uh, Dick Godier <laughs> yeah. uh, was just, uh, just a, a character actor. Okay. Nice man. Uh, he also played, his big claim to fame, uh, he played uh, Conrad Birdie in Bye Bye Birdie on Broadway. Uh, Does that help you at all? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but you loved Hamilton? You loved, loved it? it? Unbelievable. Uh, I've been telling you this for over a year. I know, and uh, I'm, I'm probably going to regret for the rest of my life the fact that I didn't act quickly enough to have somehow seen the original cast in New York, although that would have been expensive and very difficult for me to do. This was nice because we were going to be here. I didn't realize it was two nights after it opened. It just opened. You saw it second night open. They third, open on a third, Thursday. Third night. It, it opened on Wednesday, it turns out. Wednesday opening. Yeah. Soft opening on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Then they do a Thursday, work out the bugs. <laughs> and then here comes Friday. You're right. ready to go. The previews, hopefully. I understand how the theater bugs. works. Don't condescend to me. <laughs> Sounds like Speaking of Bye Bye Birdie, I played Randolph McAfee in a high school production where I'm still getting notices to this day. Oh. What kind of notices? <laughs> <laughs> Our guest... Uh, is as I've alluded to as a radio legend who I am uh, thrilled. You want to whiplash from that transition, by the way? <laughs> We're done. We're done talking okay. about you and Hamilton. Right? We got we got Hamilton's great. The, the right. end. Everyone they they all know it's great, yeah, so what are you going to do? Yeah, I had a comfortable seat. We get it. You went to the theater and enjoyed yourself. Wonderful. Uh, hey, Matt. Jimmy. You Matt. love pants. Oh, I like pants. Especially the denim variety. Well, listen, as I've, talked, I've spoken about on numerous occasions I, uh, on stage now, even when we did that live, Never Not Funny last week. True. Uh, I was wearing the Mott and Bow. There are pictures online documenting that fact. I love them. I, honest to God, have never worn a more comfortable pant in my life than the Mott and Bow. Uh, just the right stretch. Just the right other thing. Give. <laughs> give. Stretch and give. That's yeah. kind of the same thing, okay. but... Uh, Listen, here's the thing about Mott and Bow. Uh, they make the jeans themselves in their own factory. Now, whether or not they bought that factory, I don't know. We don't know if they built it from the ground up or maybe maybe they inherited it from a crazy uncle. Uh, crazy Uncle Bow. <laughs> yeah. By shipping directly to you, they eliminate retail markups uh, typical of luxury denim, and they can provide these at, a, at an incredible price point. Now, if you're unsure, Matt, I know you sometimes you don't know if you're a 30 or a 31. My weight fluctuates, Jimmy. I'm a mess. We, I think we all do. We all go back and forth. The beauty yeah. about the Mott and Bow they have the Try at Home program. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get an additional size for free to try in the comfort of your own home. So maybe you're thinking, hey, I'm feeling good today. I'm a 29 or a 30. Or maybe you think you're a 30 or 31. Yep. You pick two of those. Try them both. Take the 30. Maybe Send you're feeling me. thin. Go 29. Maybe you're feeling a little stiff, uh, a little heavy. Go 31. <laughs> I'm feeling a little stiff. Well, you know what? That's going to that's gonna pad those pants out as well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you keep the one that you like, and then you send the other one back with a pre-printed, pre-paid return label inside every box. Couldn't be easier. Now, these guys know how to handle themselves. They just started rolling out jeans with 30-inch length, too. Thank you. Uh, now, here's the call to action. The jeans are already way underpriced for the quality, but the deal we got you is even better. Go to Mott & Bow. Let me spell that out for you. M-O-T-T. Oh, okay. A-N-D-B-O-W. Now, let me do it like I said I was going to I'm do. I was just guessing. Was I right? Yeah. Let me confirm it, though. Okay. Uh, as if it's a bingo. M-O-T-T-A-N-D-B-O-W.com. Period. C-O-M. Got it. Use promo code PARDO. P-A-R-D-O. P-A-R-D-O is correct, and you're going to get 20% off. That is Mott and Bow. I love them. You'll love them. We'll all love the Mott and Bow denim. 
Hey guys, Matt here with a solo ad read for you today. Jimmy's in Chicago with Oliver seeing Hamilton tonight. Very jealous of that. But I'm here to tell you about Movement Watches. Movement Watches, we've mentioned them before. Uh, these are beautiful watches available online for a fraction of the price than you would spend at a department store. This company was started by two broke college kids. They, they wanted to wear stylish watches, but they couldn't afford them. So uh, their solution was to start their own watch company, which <laughs> sounds crazy. I don't even know how you do that. I, I don't know if you go to go buy some gears and... and uh, buy a bunch of leather and and uh, metal <laughs> just start hammering away i don't know what they were doing over there at the in the dorm room but uh, the result was they've started this company movement and they've now sold over 500,000 watches so i guess they knew what they were doing uh good for them and uh and their hard work and effort has has translated into uh beautiful watches at a at a great price for us uh movement watches start at just $95 these are watches that you'd probably spend four to five hundred bucks uh, at the department store on, so you're saving a ton of money. And uh, they figured out by selling online directly to you, they were able to cut out the middleman and the retail markup and provide the best possible price for the best possible quality uh, product. And uh, it's fantastic. I own a, a movement watch. I love it. Um, honestly, the, the toughest part about getting a movement watch was picking uh, which one to get because their website is uh, basically every single watch is, is gorgeous. You just have to decide what's going to look right on your wrist. And uh, they got two different face sizes, all different types of bands. Um, you can go with link bands or a leather band. Um, I, you just go to MVMTwatches.com and you'll see what I'm talking about. Beautiful website too, by the way, but uh, you'll see all the great designs they have there. Uh, and here's the deal. If you go to movementwatches.com slash never, mvmtwatches.com slash never today, you can get 15% off your order with free shipping and free returns. So there's really no risk here. If you want to check out one of the watches in person, just order one. If you don't like it, you can return it for free. That seems a pretty good deal. Um, kind of hard to beat that. So yeah, go to mvmtwatches.com slash never you're going to see what i've seen and uh what i've experienced firsthand which is that uh people i love this watch and and when i wear it people compliment me on it which is uh which is nice it's nice to get a compliment uh, now and then if uh, if you're if you're just really shopping for compliments you could start by getting a movement watch and uh, slap it on your wrist also a great gift i should add since uh, the holidays are coming up if you're looking for a gift for somebody uh they have men's and women's designs so check them out at mvmtwatches.com Put that slash never at the end if you want to save 15% on your order, get free shipping and free returns. Join the movement with Movement Watches. Uh, our guest, right? Yeah, we're, oh yeah, geez, we're long overdue. Our guest is a, uh, there are people in your life, this is interesting, I said this about our, our guest at the one thirty show, uh, but I did not know this gentleman, but I grew up listening to this guy, and when people say to me, and, it's, and, and I don't, I'll say it before Steve gets up here, when people say to me, who are your comedic influences, I leave him off the list, but I list other people. That's mean. I list Johnny Carson and Richard Lewis and Don Rickles, and I mention this gentleman as well, because it, when you listen to somebody every single day, and I would get up early as a child to listen to him, and I was stupid, and I made my, my $3 white socks helmet that you would get at the ballpark, I made that into a Skylab helmet because I thought Skylab was falling, and I wore that, and I sat on my porch listening to these guys in a Winnebago underneath the ground, and uh, I went to see them at a live uh, thing at Sound Warehouse in Oak Lawn once, and I did, and if this guy, I, I bought... 
uh, insane coho lips cola whatever this guy did i followed him because there was nobody funnier in the world and if you told me that 20 years later this guy i would have his phone number and we would text each other i'm literally getting emotional about it i i would punch you in the face because i would think you're making fun of a retarded kid um <laughs> it it's um it is an honor to bring to to never not funny mr steve Dahl, everybody Mr. Steve Doyle, everybody. How are you, pal? Good to see you. Wait, though, turn his mic. Did you turn it on? Yeah, it's on. Yeah, hello. Hi, Steve. Hi, everybody. Now, Steve, I couldn't help but notice. I just gave you, I almost teared up I gave you such an intro. And then yeah. you're, you're back in the green room. You didn't even hear it. I heard it. Oh, did you hear I've it? I've been back there for a fucking 45... <laughs> Probably 45 minutes what did to I an hour. You? you know what? First of all, you lose the attitude. That's not going to fly on my show. <laughs> Second of all, let's be Actually, very clear. I've only been back there for like 10 minutes. That was great. Thank you. All right. Well, listen. Okay. Because I don't need to pull this out and uh, say what I texted to you so that I'm not an asshole. What? I said we do the first 30 to 40 without you. I'll pull out my cock. Would you all like right. to see that? Yes. Uh, also, I brought this. I, I, but can we go in the back, back in the back for that? No, I'll show it right in front of people. <laughs> really? They're not going to see it from a distance. I guarantee that. <laughs> Uh, this is your book, uh, Disco yeah. Demolition, The Night uh, Disco uh, yeah. Died. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I bought this book because I'm a fan. This isn't, hey, Steve came and get, here's my book, plug it. I'm plugging this on my own. This is great. Thank you. And uh, you're doing your appearances around the city. Uh, or, or I'm done promoting it. You are? Yeah. I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> Because every time, like, anytime I'm interviewed by anybody under the age of 40, they, you know, it's like, uh, you know, that was a very racist, homophobic event. You know that, right? And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? What? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah, comes no, up I, in the book. Explain how the F. You can't, I can't explain it. It's like, when did you stop beating your wife? Yeah. <laughs> never. I never beat my When did you stop beating your wife? Right. So I just, I'm, I'm tired. How do they see it as racist and homophobic? Because you were blowing were, up dance me. Who gives a shit? I, I don't, because they were black and, uh, and gay disco artists, I guess. Oh, but, Jesus. See, now I'm starting to see their side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? They're on to something here. <laughs> Hang on. That may not want to be your answer in the future. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not my answer usually. I mean, but I've, I mean, what is your answer usually when they say it was gay, uh, racist and homophobic? What do you say? Did you punch them in the mouth? I say, you know, when were you born? And they go, like, um, 1984. And I'm like, well, you don't know what you're fucking talking about. Right. So it's, re- I mean, it was just a dumb. It, 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 it was, it, here's it. I was working at WDAI in Chicago. I came here to work there in 1978. Um, I got married in 1978. Janet, my wife, Janet, we're still married. <laughs> I just went and bought a new bed. At Apt Electronics, just just. What did you buy? A new bed. Steve, they sell beds. Too. If I may, the next time you need a bed, yeah, just use quick Casper pause. mattress. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Go to Casper slash Pardo uh, and use promo code Pardo. Get yourself a nice fifty dollars off that mattress. Casper mattress. You know no, what Steve, I love about saying, the Casper mattress? What's that, Matt? It's got just the right sink and just the right. That's bounce. right. Again, that's Casper. No, it's, too, it's too late for me. Damn it! <laughs> so you bought a new bed for you and the, and, and the wife. I did, um, but but so she we got uh, we got married in 1978 uh, because she wouldn't move here from Detroit unless we were married. Okay, 
which uh, you know was probably smart on her part. And then uh, Christmas Eve. 1978, I got fired from WDAI because they went disco. So I was fucking pissed. We could sw- it's a podcast. Yeah, you've so. said fuck nine times already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have I? Yeah. Came out here like a sailor. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> You're a radio guy. For no, I, I was just trying to, you know, trying to get my, jump start myself a little bit. I get so, um, so I got fired. They changed to disco, and I was pissed. So I started making fun of that, and then it, sort of, it, it turned into that. Now but we, it had nothing to do with, uh, you know... Anybody being gay or black or anything. If you had to pick one of them to be mad at. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've... What? I actually made myself laugh. It's an embarrassment. I'm a professional broadcaster. Again, that's dicey, too. Uh, again, the third tier of cable. I was, uh, I was making, basically making fun of uh, the Bee Gees and John Travolta. That's but why are you mad at them? Of. Why were you even, I remember when I you were on with Meatloaf on Tom Schneider, yeah. and Meatloaf wouldn't crack a Bee Gees record in half because he uh, was friends with them. Right. But do you, now, to this day, do you dislike the Bee Gees, or do you listen to them and go, you know what, that's actually pretty good music? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I don't really like listen to the Bee Gees. Like, me, like driving around, listening. <laughs> Some of us may do that. Some of us may have bought Barry Gibbs' new CD. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't hate anything anymore. But I re- really was just pissed that I lost my job. And, you know, I was stuck here with, with Janet. And I could No, no, no. But I, I could have... I, I had signed a, a series of uh, contracts which made it impossible for me to go back to Detroit where I was pretty popular. Right. So. I was really fucking pissed off. So let me ask you a question about that, though. So DAI switches from just what kind of were they playing classic rock, Steve? I don't. Yeah. All right. So they're playing classic rock. They switched to 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 disco. They still couldn't have you on in the morning. Why would they? They could have. You chose. Well, he said you you can stay, but you have to play the records. And each record's like twenty two fucking minutes. So it's like. And when am I going to talk? Right. <laughs> Never, he said. And <laughs> <laughs> so, which, which would be a relief. And I said, no, I, I quit. So, so you quit. You're, how long were you out of work before you went to the loop? Uh, four months, four or five months. Well, that's not that long, is it? That I guess it is if you've just up. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like we I did, tap into my savings or anything. Right? I mean, it was, you know, we were pretty much hand to mouth. And uh, I got a job at the loop. And I just started making fun of WDAI and blowing up disco records, you know, with sound effect or whatever. Right. I just kind of took off from there. So. And do you, I, I, and I know, I mean, listen, I brought the book up because, you know, it's, it's you know, what you, the book that's uh, out now. That's a good sentence. No, and I, pre- I, I, and, uh, I, do, I, pre- I appreciate it. I, uh, you know, but I, you came here to, I came here to see you. That's why I came What? Here. I didn't come here to promote anything. I just came here to see you and be with you and see your cock later. <laughs> And again, it may not be. And then watch the ball game together over at Bub City. Uh, sadly, we got to get we, with this some is burnt We're going to get on a plane, and uh, I, we can see the beginning of the uh, at the airport. We're going to see the beginning of the game, and then we're going to be on a plane and not be able to see it. Really uh, horrible planning on my part, or the Cubs' part. They should have clinched it earlier. Right? Sure, they could have won Sunday night. How about that? Yeah. Maybe that one, or maybe yeah. that other game they could have won. Yeah. Well, so that we wouldn't have to be in this predicament of me having to not see the ending. Yeah. So where are you going? Home. I don't like to be away from my wife and son. LA, it's not that hard to just change your flight, is it? Well, listen, I'm not a big shot with a 50-inch TV in my basement. I'm, you know, I... Remember when that was you? Had, you I remember you used to brag about getting a fifty-inch television. Uh-huh. That was a big deal at, that, at some point. Now it's almost like everybody's got a minimum fifty. That's a inch. small one now, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. And as a reminder to the listener, fifty-inch TV—that's twenty-five of my cocks. So, 
Yeah, it was that it was that rear projection Mitsubishi one. Yeah, and you had to sit just right, or you couldn't see jack shit. <laughs> but it was a big deal, right? I mean, you, yeah. I mean to have a fifty-inch television, yeah. was humongous, as big as his stage. Stupid. That's how big it was. Why would you do that? I mean, why would you? Like, the unit was crazy, yeah. but now the, you, now it's the size of this thing. And uh, let me explain TVs to everybody. <laughs> Liquid Dude, crystal I displays. Saw, <laughs> out at after electronics, I saw the the new 4K with the the the, the beveled screen, the beveled the curved screen. Curve, it's yeah. really it's really fa- is it great? Are you gonna get one? Porn is gonna be great on that. <laughs> oh, you're gonna feel like a hey, right. Did in I it. hear you? What did Jimmy Jizz or something? Did you say when I was back there? What There's a chance I said that? <laughs> yeah. There's a. And you wanted to know if That's you could a swear good name for a sandwich place with lots of mayo? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Jimmy Jizz. <laughs> Well, Jimmy John's going to fight me for it. Yeah. <laughs> or shoot you. Or shoot me, right? <laughs> he seems like a good guy, too. He and uh, Willery are hanging out together. Right? Hey, look at my elephant tail. Go fuck yourself. Um, what? Uh, that sucks when you got to stop. Like, you can't eat there anymore. I used to enjoy their sandwiches, but I can't go eat at that guy's sandwich shop anymore. Because he went big game hunting? Yeah, but isn't he also a weirdo? Isn't he an alt-right? Uh, no, I, that I don't know. I'm going to think he is, so I won't eat a sandwich. Okay. But I don't like big game, honey. I can't support that either. I can't support a guy that shoots an elephant for sanding around. Doing well, what, what do you think's in the fucking sandwiches, man? He's killing, <laughs> he's killing the shit out of turkeys and whatnot. Yeah, look at the turkey. That deserves to die. <laughs> you want that thing running around your yard? It's a nuisance, the turkey. I got an elephant in the backyard. I'm charging money. I'm making some couple of bucks. Uh, okay. All right, you're at the loop. You're at the loop for how long, Steve Dahl? Uh, a year and a half, maybe. Wait a minute, What? Why do I think you were on my entire childhood on the loop? You were only there for 18 months? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 1979 to, I don't know, 81, I guess. Oh, Jesus. Then I got fired from Right. That. What did you get for no, that time? What did you get fired for? Honestly, that time I don't know. To this day, you still to don't know. Day, I don't know. The guy, the guy brings me into, my, uh, into his office, rather. I didn't have an office. It brings me into his office. This is Tom Hoyt, the guy who, the night of disco demolition, said, he comes up to me and goes, whatever you do. He's from Texas. He goes, whatever you do, be cool tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. What does that mean? I don't want you to talk about this. Oh, like, the- are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> How am I not going to talk about this? So he, he fast forward 1981, uh, brings me to the office after a show and says, I'm going to have to break your heart. That's what he said to me, like, like we were going out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, we're going to have to fire you. And I'm like, what for? I didn't fucking, I didn't really hadn't done anything. Right. And he had a, he had it on a piece of paper. He goes, uh, for a, uh, violation of company policy and assault on community standards. What the? And I'm like, what, I said, what the fuck? But it didn't matter. I was fired. So. Right. You couldn't I still yourself. don't know. Uh, you, uh, now, have you run into this guy since then over your uh, time in the business? He won't tell me. Nobody will. T- he still I mean, won't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So. All right. So then you go to LS right from there. Uh, yeah, LSFM. And then you were fired from there? Uh, no. <laughs> no. What happened there? Well, no, yeah, I did. I got myself fired from there. But that one I did on purpose. Okay. So why'd you get fired that time? Uh, because they wanted us to play four songs an hour. Uh, Gary Meyer and myself. Right. And four songs an hour. So at the top of the hour, I would play the four songs in a row and not talk or anything then play all the commercials and then talk the rest of the hour <laughs> <laughs> that lasted four days yeah, all right <laughs> and then and then i went to the the uh the loop am right 
So I was there for a long time, maybe. When when you uh, when you're getting fired, like when you decide you're going to get fired like that, do you talk to Gary and go let let's let's force them to fire us, or do you just do that and Gary's going to tag along? Uh, we talked about it. Okay, think, you know, we we uh, we had a better deal waiting. We just needed to get fired. I see. So I said, I can. We got to get fired. I said, I can handle that. Watch, <laughs> watch this. That part's not the problem. <laughs> Four days. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, what, oh, I had another question. Let me ask you, I, I, and then we're going to get off this, and then we can just talk about ghosts. Um, or Hamilton. Or, no, you've seen Hamilton. Uh-huh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And great. you saw it uh, uh, during the previews. Yeah. Did you love it? I did. I did love it. Yeah. yeah. And had you listened to it before at all, or were you going in co- totally uh, My cold? wife is totally into listening to it. She read the, the, it was like Hamilton was on fucking vacation with us. She took that book, <laughs> yeah, the 800-page yeah. book. You won't believe what he did today, she'll say. Like, I don't. don't and we're going to see the play. We'll know. Right. And then, uh, then we had to listen to the music because, I mean, the, there are a lot of lyrics in each song. so It's very dense. Yeah. I did listen to the music before I went. But yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's great. Dude. Yeah, we, had, we were lucky enough. But to I have... like George Hamilton. Yeah? How did a suntan acting son of a mother? Whatever. Sounds nice. like Steve's on board for our uh, musical. Yeah. We got one more piece of the puzzle. How did a suntan, shitty, acting motherfucker <laughs> from the Southland, you know. Yeah, was Love he, it. Was he British? Is, is George, George Hamilton? Hamilton. He's not British, sir. <laughs> no. He's he a was, patriot. He loves this country. He looks like he should be British. Rod Stewart married his ex-wife. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll go with that. That's I don't know what why I'm I thinking know that, of. but I do know that. Now, hey, speaking of Rod Stewart, like when you do a parody like Do You, do you Think I'm Disco, does Rod Stewart ever contact you or lawyers? Uh, yes, they okay. do. Okay. <laughs> they do. And uh, do you end up having to pay a couple of bucks for that? You're not making money off it anyway, although I know uh, one kid from hometown that bought the 45. Uh, I didn't make any. I didn't. They, they got a lot of money. Uh, they got it. You didn't get it. I made no. I made. I sold five hundred thousand of those records. I made eighteen hundred bucks. I'm going to say you got screwed in that deal. <laughs> I believe I did. Rod Stewart bought more hair gel. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you ever meet Rod Stewart over the years coming into the station to chit chat with you? Or? No, no, no. But he, uh, you know, Warner uh, Music. They, they, they did call almost immediately. So. And what, uh, what about uh, Capital when you did uh, Ayatollah? Did they? Uh... Uh, the Knack. Actually, I knew the Knack from Detroit, so those guys they they were cool with that. So. Okay. And then uh, what about uh, Skylab? Did uh, uh... that one? I just kind of did off the books. Uh, All right. I preferred that the Rolling Stones don't know about. <laughs> the use of shattered. Would you rather I don't bring it up again in the future? I would future rather that if you right, could cut good. this out of the podcast. More than happy to edit this out. Right, right, right. Uh, God, I was such an idiot. I did. I sat on my front porch wearing a Skylab helmet, uh, listening to yeah, you guys yeah, when Skylab yeah. was going to fall. That was. Uh, there was a lot of good stuff happening in 1979, man. You you had a lot of a lot, a lot the to hostages, work with. Hostages, Skylab, right? Three All Mile positive Island, things. I think right. was happening right around there. Yeah. Did you, you did you do a parody for Three Mile Island? No, but I recommended that everybody keep a potato in their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it got hot, you could tell that the radiation right. was coming this way. So. I think that would still work. <laughs> you know what? You're really you're just doing. A, you know what? I think you're doing community service. That guy was wrong to fire you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right. You're just helping to make a potato. People in your helping pocket. people, as Wally Phillips used to say. Uh, what did you say? I, mean, I stepped on it. What did you say? People helping people that's, for sure. That's Wally for sure. Yeah, for sure, people helping people. Um, the question I was going to ask you, and, and I apologize for circling back to it, but it's almost like you know, I'm sure Peter Cetera gets sick of asking if he's going to rejoin Chicago or Steve Perry with Journey. Do you get sick of people saying to you, when are you and Gary going to get back together, when it's been 20-plus years? 
It's been a long time, yeah. So, I mean, does it get... I mean, I'm no, guessing you I, hear no, a I lot. Don't. Yeah, Is that your way of asking him the question? <laughs> no. <laughs> Seems like a sneaky trick. Uh, I'm, no, just, I have. I currently am. Uh, I do a podcast uh, at, at doll.com. I'm gonna, this I am going to play. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. And uh, it's a subscription, it's a subscri- subscription uh, podcast. And then we do a, uh, I do a radio show every afternoon, 2 to 6 on WLSAM. And I have uh, two really good people that I work with now, so I'm very happy, and I, I think the show sounds good. Um, but I, you know, I have no ill will towards Gary, and I don't know that we would ever get back together. I don't, but uh, you know, I'd love to have him on the same station or whatever, and cross over and talk to him. And, you would love to do that? Just have a little yeah, chit chat yeah. with him on a daily basis? Sure, what? we did for a little while at WCKG. Right. Which His wife fun. really fucking hates me. His wife hates you, yeah. <laughs> and for good reason. Is you know, if, to a certain extent, is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. did you do? Are you comfortable saying? What did you do? Why does she uh, hate you? Um, no, I'm not comfortable. All right. <laughs> Damn it. We need a scoop. But, but I sobered up, you know, I sobered up, but I've been sober for, clean and sober for like over 20, 21 years. Congratulations. So, so I, you know, I think I, I deserve a second chance, maybe. Right. Yeah, right, right. But whatever. I've, uh, I've been sober for 17 years, and I know that I was an asshole. Yeah. When I was not. Well, I never drank. Okay. Give it up for me. <laughs> yeah. Straight edge for life. Well, tell, you've never I'll, had I'll fun. Tell, I'll tell you what I did. Oh, here we go. We had a, uh, we had a, an engagement party for him, for, for Gary and his wife at our house. And Janet wanted to host it. And his wife kept having her friends call to check and make sure the party was going to be up to her standards. What does that mean? I don't know. It was fucking irritating. Uh, <laughs> That's what it means. Yeah. So, and, and Gary's the kind of guy, he's a very talented guy, but he's the kind of, he can only answer to one master at a time. And so he's a perfect second banana because, you know, you're in charge, but he does his thing and he's, he's perfect. He's great at it. Um, so my nose was a little out of joint because, uh, you know, he's, he's getting married. He's got this woman. You could always, already sort of see that it was kind of the beginning of the end, right? Okay. She's yokoing this a little bit to overeat. Do yeah, you that I mean, I'm a, I'm a fucked up drunk asshole. So you know, I'm 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 Linda. I'm Paul and Linda okay. on my own. <laughs> and uh, so we're, we're having the party outside. It's up by the pool. You know, up by our pool. And uh, I'm up on the deck. So it's like I'm like three steps up like this, and I'm fucking wasted. And. I have to give a speech, which I don't like giving speeches, but Janet always makes me give a speech. And then halfway through, she interrupts me, and that's a lousy speech. And then like, <laughs> I so I thought, you. well, I'm going to dial this one up. So I said, I said, Gary was marrying me with a pussy. Because, no, wait, hear me out. <laughs> because this was now going to be the person who he answered to and told him what to do and whatnot. And I... I didn't explain myself very well on the deck that day, and, you know, and it kind of went over like that, only worse. <laughs> and, um, but my, my, what I meant was, it was, to me, it seemed like it was the beginning of the end. Right. Because I don't have a pussy. <laughs> I, can do, I did everything else for the guy. I mean, right. Got a, you know, we're radio, we're famous, we're making money. I don't have a pussy. Right. She's got I it can all. get him pussy, and I did, but so... <laughs> Hang on. Let's talk more about that then. <laughs> no, no. No, no. I just mean, you know, be f- from being famous or whatever. It, that, but that, that wasn't the only thing, but it was a lot of, a series of events like that where I was kind of a fucked up asshole. So, 
Steve, let me ask you a question because you just kind of alluded to something. When you're saying so, being famous gives you the opportunity to grab pussy. <laughs> yeah. If you have Tic Tacs. If that's right. You need it, but I do. I, a couple of Tic Tacs. Is that what you do? Yeah, and then I just walk up to him, I kiss him, or I grab him by the yeah, pussy. Yeah, grab him right by the pussy. Yeah. That's right? what I do. <laughs> but I'm famous. Of course, you can get away with it. Around here. They let you do it. They let you do it. I used to do it. I used to, uh, when I would have my picture taken with women, I can undo their bra, you know? I'd like unsnap their bra while the picture was being taken. I've stopped doing that. <laughs> It was it a different time. It doesn't go over like it used to. Right? They, yeah. In the 80s, they wanted you to do yeah, it. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, they loved it. That's fantastic. Will you sign my tits? Of course. Of course. Who says no to that? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been offered. Probably, yeah, I don't You've know. You've never been offered that? What, to sign somebody's b- uh, bosom? Right. No. I really? Think, never? I mean, I, th- I always think they're kidding because <laughs> I panic. If they're, like if I say yeah. Is this why take... you have to go home tonight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I think I would like if they went. Yeah, if I, they said, "Hey, will you sign my tits?" And I went, "Yeah," and they started taking their time. Like it would be the worst autograph ever, or the best, because I would take my time. Yeah. And then they make it into a tattoo. <laughs> no. Well, I recommend using the navel as the O in Pardo. Oh, that's a, go down low. Hey, Pardo. Oh. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Use the whole torso. It's not a bad idea, Steve Dahl. But you know what? You've done it. So you know. You, uh, Matt, question there. You, si- you signed some tits? <laughs> not, to de- not today, no. But yeah, I, I have. I yeah, I have. It's not on the table for today. I have, yeah. Oh, wow. But there's different times, you know? Sure. Back when I was a racist and a homophobe. <laughs> you can get away with that. You, you can hate the gays, that. the blacks, right. and sign the tits. Yeah. And a misogynist. Yeah, right? all of that. I was all of that. But you, were, you were accused of all of that, though, on the radio, right? When you, even like with the, the, the guy that wouldn't let you take his kids to their, his daughter to the prom or that, any of that bullshit. Yeah, well, he was, that was probably a good call on his part. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, when I came to town here in 1978, there was nothing, everything... Wally Phillips uh, was on, and he had a 50 share, which meant that half of the radios that were on in Chicago were listening to him, including kids. There was nothing cool happening here at all. What about Dick Biondi? Well, you know... I'm being sarcastic. Okay. (laughs) And I mean, there was... Larry Lujak was like the hippest thing. Right. And uh, I thought, you know, I think I can can make something happen here. So I started making fun of Wally, and he wasn't used to having anybody make fun of him. And so he started talking about me, and then the kids in the car were going, oh, what is that, I wonder? And then, so. Then here comes Steve Dahl. Yeah. yeah. Right? And the insane coho lips, the breakfast, that, the whole was show. Was that a question? Did I answer a question? No, you just started talking, Steve. <laughs> okay. No, he said, have you ever signed tits? And you went, Wally Phillips. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You know, I expect drunk Steve to answer like that. To, yeah, no, uh, so, uh, sorry. I, uh, no, talk as much as you want. Uh, gives you, I don't give a shit what the hell happens. It's a podcast. It's good what, for me to remember some of this stuff. Uh, what uh, The incident with, and I apologize for bringing you down memory lane like a fanboy, uh, the incident with Larry Lujak coming in and you guys getting in a fight with him on the air. Oh, right, right, right. Which was, it, I almost texted you this. I sound like an asshole saying that, but when I was on with you recently and I was making fun of Ed Farmer and... Uh, Darren Jackson and I felt like an asshole and you go they are on this channel I'm like oh gee. Well, and and plus the game is on our show is on at Sox Park oh no so they're like <laughs> listening <laughs> oh Jesus and it's on all the speakers and, you know <laughs> throughout the concourse and you're like oh that's a fucking great team 
What they argue and all they do is fucking argue, not stop. All they do is argue and try to be try to outfunny each other, and yeah. they never land that. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I disagree, but I'm thinking about it being just like ringing throughout <laughs> this empty ballpark. But I, you know, I and I felt horribly, and I texted you, and I said, I'm really sorry that I said that. At the same time, you're the guy that was shit on Lou Jack on the same channel, so you've done this. Well, yeah, but that was back when I was trying to get fired. Oh, so. <laughs> We had been on WLSAM for, I don't know, whatever. We were like number one, far and away number one. But he had a, a de- in his contract, he had a deal that he would get to move from mornings to afternoons in whatever year that was. And they, uh, which pissed me off. Right. Because they didn't consider moving us to mornings. They wanted to move us to middays. Yeah, nobody watched middays. Not back then. So, um, so I was always just bitching about that, and he, ca- he came in the studio and... He wanted to have a fight, and I'm a fist fight. I'm like, this isn't a f- fucking, you know, Old West. Right. We can't have a fist fight in here. So. Did you ever uh, reconcile the friendship? Was there ever a friendship after that? or No. No, you guys, to his death, you guys were enemies. I, yeah, I mean, I, we never really spoke after that, but mm-hmm. I that I recall. So. It's it made for funny radio. I, it, there, you know, it's one of those things where he came in, and I thought, you know, fuck this guy. I'm trying to get fired. I'm just going to leave. We'll leave. And then he's stuck. And then, you know, they'll hear what it sounds like to have him on in the afternoon. But then I got suspended for leaving. So I should have fucking punched him. Be a better story. Yeah, I know. I know. I sound like a bit of a pussy for walking out. I would have walked out, too. I won't sign a tit. Yeah. (laughs) You're not talking to a bigger pussy in the world than Jimmy Pardo. Trust me. I have a lot of bravado and nothing to back it up. Yeah. Well, these, you know, it's, punching a guy's complicated, especially these days, you know. So. Well, it is a different time. You can't punch a guy like you used to, like the blacks and the gays. <laughs> exactly. Right? You take a swing of those guys in the 70s, nobody cared. And you get <laughs> a gay girlfriend by the pussy. <laughs> right? Those were better times. Or their boyfriend. Well, offer, offer humor, offer humor, offer humor, offer humor, offer humor. All right, Steve Dahl, we got to play sevens. Here's the deal. Oh, wait. We got to pick it. We got to. Here's the deal. Oh, right. Uh, a movie that starts with C. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, movie with C? Carrie. Carrie, no. Movie with, uh, starts with the letter C. Castaway. Castaway, no. Uh, what do you got? No, it's the worst well, guess wait, ever. What, what is this game? This, hang on, Steve. I'm going to get somebody that... How can you say no? You don't... <laughs> He's thinking of a movie that starts with oh, I, I have a movie uh, in my head, and if you get it, they get to uh, play this out game Out of every movie seven. that starts with a C in the universe? <laughs> yeah. What the... That's a, all right. We've been doing the show 10 years. We've got a lot of time to kill. <laughs> Young lady. Was it Casablanca? No, I've never... Uh, what? Chicago. The worst. But you make fun... You treat people like shit because they get a... How are they supposed to know? There's no criteria for knowing. They know because it's a guessing game. It's no, a simple guessing. fucking moron. Next. It's like, it's yes. in your head. And they paid money for it. <laughs> they waited in line for this treatment. It's like Don Rickles. They get part of it. They're thrilled. They're, uh, yes. Oh, God. Sir, with a racist, I would pick that. <laughs> I have a known racist on the stage. I would never pick that movie. And I'm not going to give Oprah any more fucking of my time. Uh, right there. What? The Crow? Have you heard our show once? <laughs> the worst guess of the... Right there. Clueless. Clueless? What am I, a teenage girl? It's an embarrassment. Caddyshack, right there. Boom, sit there. There it's Caddyshack. It was Caddyshack. Hi. The funniest movie ever made. After Apocalypse Now. Now listen. All right, so you got to play a game. You don't want to play? No, you're out. You're out. All right, what? Yes, Matthew? That was my guess, was Caddyshack. Did I point to you? Do you want him to play in your stead, young lady? Sure, 
All right, he's going to play in your well, state. Why doesn't she get to play? She says she doesn't want to play. She's going to want you to sign her tit? There's a, ch- <laughs> there's a chance I know her. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is why you're flying back tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Steve, I live in fear. My that family, I... man. I just miss my family so much. I was so bad last night. Don't, not, sir, do not paint me like that. I stopped drinking 17 years ago. I've been with my wife 18 Give years. Phone. Give me the phone. Uh, all right, so uh, here's the deal, Steve. You and I play. It's like Pyramid, the old game show Pyramid. Okay. And uh, I'm going to give you clues. You have to guess it. And then uh, we say goodbye to Steve Dahl. We thank you for your time. And then I will bring uh, this guy up, and then he'll play and try to beat your score. And then, no, I just leave? Do I really just Yeah, leave? I'm going to say goodnight, and we we'll get you a nice round of applause. Oh. And, <laughs> and I, I meant to say breast, by the way. I apologize. For... Do you accept that apology? Well, to this how, day, Lou Jack won't accept Look how big the dude next door is. I mean, I, I, the, sh- the shit kicked out of me in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Look at that. You're right. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, Matt Belknap, please read Steve Dahl the categories. Here we go. Four sevens. General. Never not funny. Movies, TV shows, celebrities, music, sports, Broadway, food, animals. We don't play those. 70s. 70s music. 80s. 80s music. 90s. 90s music. The 2000s. 2000s music. Seven, uh, stand up How long is this gear? fucking game? <laughs> the game is only 49 seconds. The ramp up is about four yeah. and a half hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to play each of these categories once before you leave. Uh, stand up, superheroes, uh, movies, action, movies, comedy, movies, rom com, movies, award winners, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, guests, music. Oh, that's, you don't need to worry about those last two. But uh, I have to pick one. Yeah, I don't even remember. Two. I don't remember the list. Uh, Matt, go through them again. Movies, TV shows, celebrities, <laughs> music, TV sports. shows, TV, TV shows. Well, you want oh. TV shows? You don't want music? You're a music guy. Don't you do a music thing on your show? I like TV. 70s music? All right. All right. All right. You know what? How about you guys stay the hell out of it? If you want to do 70s music, I'll do, I'll do whatever you want. No, you do whatever you do. I want you to be you, Steve. Who, did somebody, who, who got called a fucker? Someone just Him or me? What, was, what just happened? Wait, did somebody just call me a name? Someone who was that? I swear to God. just yelled, you fucker. Yeah. How dare you? The crowd is being torn apart by this argument over which category to play. <laughs> As a reminder, I have family here. It could be a family member. <laughs> really? Who just did the math on my joke about Danielle, and it's like, wait, oh, you fucker? It could have been yeah. that. All right, whatever you want. TV's fine. TV. All right, here we go. Here we go. TV show. Second time in the category. So what do we do? All right, I'm going to give you clues. All right, starting, right, starting right. Steve. Uh, I don't know. Pass. That's not fair. New category. Get rid of this. This is already a disaster. All right, 70s music. All right, here we go. 70s music. <laughs> that was crazy. Why is Big Time Rush in this game? Why is Big Time Rush on my phone? <laughs> what, is that? what is that? I may have to put this in an aquarium, this phone, and buy a new one. That's how bad I hated that clue. 70s music. 70s music. See, we're going to go 70s music on okay. your request. Ready. <laughs> yeah. You guys are like Penn and Teller. You forced me to think uh, what you uh, this want. This is a, a Stevie, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham's band. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yes, sir. Uh, Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, makeup. Yes. Yes. Uh, Hart did this song about a fish. Oh! Barracuda. Barracuda. Uh, Bill Withers. Um, uh, Ain't No Sunshine. Yes. Uh, uh, disco Woman, uh, Mac- a version of MacArthur Park. Uh, uh, Donna Summer. Yes. Uh, uh, Karen and Richard, uh, brother and sister. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Ah, the, the raisins were based on these guys. The uh, California raisins. Jackson Five. No, the uh, ah, damn it! I can't pull one of their effing songs. Yeah, that, I couldn't either. Temptations. Four yeah, times. Temptations. Yeah, God damn me to two, hell. Twenty two. Twenty two. Still a good We almost tour. made it. We almost made it. Twenty two. A big hand for Steve Doyle, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thanks, everybody. Will you take that back there and sign it for me? Thank you. Another hand for Steve Dahl, guys. Thank you, Steve. Give him a wave. Steve Dahl. Come on, Cusick, right? Oh, damn it, Mike. I'm sorry. Steve, Mike Cusick wore his Hawaiian shirt in your honor. I forgot to point that out. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> there we go. Steve Dahl. What a, that was a thrill. I'm not going to lie. That was a thrill for me. I know. It was exciting. One of your heroes. One of my heroes. Honest to God. Yeah. I know, I'm like a little fanboy asking questions about the things that nobody else gives a shit about. <laughs> what a joy. Right, Cusick? You're, you grew up listening to Steve. Oh, absolutely. A, yeah. a joy that was. Absolutely. Steve Dahl. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, are you going to play or are you going gonna to pass it over to Matthew? All right, Matthew, uh, come on up. You're going to play. Uh, uh, Matthew Rude. Ma- Matthew is at the 130. What? Somebody calling me? Oh, sir. I thought somebody was calling me. What a weird thing to... Uh, so, all right, Matthew, how are you? Good. Use the sound system. Oh, yeah. Good. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, Matthew, tell us about yourself. Are you married? I am. You're married. Sit there. Use the chair. Okay. Are you, uh, you're married. Yes, six years. Six years, about a half a dozen. That's correct. And you, uh, you have uh, children, Matthew? One child. One child. What do you got, boy? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and how old is he? Seven? He is... Uh, <laughs> he's two in January. <laughs> Say the fight with me that he was... Okay. Uh, his, his name is Charlie as well. Ah, Who is? My, my son. Name. You have a son named Charlie? Yes, I do. Hey, Matt's kid's name Charlie. That's right. That's both Matt's, both Charlie's. How about that? Up top. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I hope Steve Dahl left the room and didn't see that. <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever seen on my stage. <laughs> and I'm here every show. <laughs> hey, I got hurt in that joke. <laughs> Matthew, uh, so you have the little Charlie, yes. two years old. Where is he? Out in the car? What's he doing today? Yeah, he's... Uh... <laughs> out in the car! <laughs> That's bad parenting yes. and average comedy. That's <laughs> best. Uh, what's your beautiful wife's name? Allison. Allison and Matt. Yes. And how long have you been married? Uh, six years. Five years. years. Five years. Six years. No, wait. How many years? Your story's changing, Matt. Oh, boy. What happened? Uh, it, was, it was half a dozen a second ago when yeah, I asked. There you go. Six so years. So six, you got the two-year-old Charlie, yes. nice young man. And uh, what do you do for a living, Matt? I am a sales rep for a printer company. You, you sell printers? Yes. And you're representative. And you go around the country? around nope, the inside sales. I am uh, in a cubicle. All right, so Which somebody calls is? you. Is it brother? It's No, it's Up Rico. Up my? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Rico. Oh, yeah. R-I-K-K-O? R-I-C... O-H. You've seen those. What is R-I-C? What did I spell? Rico. Rico. <laughs> that's what we have, the, we have the knockoff. We saved a couple of bucks. Gotcha. I think that's the lead singer of the cars that you're thinking of. Oh, Rico Kasich. Rico Kasich, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. This guy's up and moving. We got a guy up Uh-oh. and moving. Well, Travis again? Oh, he's got an Iron Maiden shirt on. Uh, up the oh, irons, oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, it's the same guy from the 130 show? Yeah. Boy, Man, that's you a disappointment. Forgot, you forgot who, his face. I forgot his name. So we're well, I can't. Really well. I thought maybe two people had worn an Iron Maiden shirt in one day because they know that's my <laughs> second favorite band. First favorite, Chicago. Why would those ever be the top two choices of any human being? You're literally the only person on earth who Chicago, has Chicago. Then to follow up, everybody would assume Ario Speedwagon, Sticks, maybe something like that. Nope, Maiden, baby. And then Ario Speedwagon, and then Sticks. <laughs> and of course, Wham. Absolutely. Wham. You know, because I enjoy what I do. Wham, bam, bam, bam. Please, I beg you. What do you think of my version? You're like I still have Hamilton in my fresh in my head, and now you're deteriorating it with the worst rap ever recorded. Worst rap ever recorded, or my version's the worst version? Both. 
I appreciate it. I, I'm in good company, then. Thank you. <laughs> you took the worst rap song ever and found a way to make it worse. <laughs> and to call that a rap song is very He generous. raps in the middle. A white cool cat with a trilby hat. Maybe no, no. leather and studs. It is, is definitely rap. a rap song make because the they called it Wham Rap. <laughs> They're letting you know what he's about to do. <laughs> if you just heard that, you'd go, what's this talk singing? <laughs> They're That's telling you wham rap. Get right. ready for it, baby. Here it comes. <laughs> if you're happy with a nappy, then you're in for fun. Because <laughs> you're, ha- you're here and you're there. If you're There's ha- guys like you just everywhere. If you're happy with a hey, nappy. Hey, that's Young Guns. I just, I just mix songs. <laughs> oh. They rap in more than one song, Wham does. Well, they were so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't contain Georgie M. Oh, don't, don't hide Georgie. your light under a bushel. <laughs> now, did you just say happy with a nappy? Yeah, nappy means a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that means a, that's a, a British term for a baby, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I thought it was a diaper. Is, is it a diaper? Dane Coffee knows that because he works at a pharmacy. <laughs> How many nappies do you guys have to clean every day? <laughs> well, I'm not happy with a nappy that you're in the fun because you're here and you're there. <laughs> that's what they rhymed here and there. All right, you know the drill, Matthew. All right, Matt, anything else we need to know? What's the top? Uh, what, what, what sells better? Cyan? Uh, all the colors. All the colors. They're all equally? All the colors are equal. Do you do that bullshit where you can't just buy one thing? You have to buy all the colors? Like, you can't just, like, this is, drives me crazy. If, I, you can sell me a printer right now if you tell me that your printer doesn't use all the colors to print a, a piece of paper that's just ink and black. Now, you can print without one of the colors, though. It's not one of those things where, you know... <laughs> The studio needs a new printer, obviously. <laughs> hey, Matt, do you want him to print out that uh, Cubano sandwich ingredients on that's this printer? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> You're off the hook for Cubano, baby. <laughs> By the way, I thought of another Hamilton, Ryan Hamilton. The comedian Ryan Hamilton. No, the baseball player, but that works. And there are Ryan uh, Hamilton? Oh, yeah. What about the other guy, the, uh, the drug addict Hamilton? Josh, Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton. That's who I was. There you go. Oh, I don't want him there. No. He's, got, he's got too many demons. I can't have that guy. Uh, he's going to ruin the uh, backstage area. That's no good. <laughs> oh, Josh is in the wings again with a needle in his arm. <laughs> Jesus. He's got some nice tattoos, though, doesn't he? He does have a lot of tattoos. One for every mistake he's made. <laughs> Boy, my pedestal's getting higher today. <laughs> I'm perfect. I judge others because I hate myself, Mike Cusick. You know that. He doesn't love the sea, obviously. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what did he say? I said he, he doesn't love the sea. He doesn't have any, uh, any uh, shark tattoos or an anchor tattoo. Does your family know about your tattoos, Jimmy? <laughs> they, they do now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. For those in the back that can't hear, Mike Cusick's having a meltdown. <laughs> what, what are you doing, Mike? Nothing. All right. Laird He's... Hamilton. <laughs> Laird? Oh, yeah. Who's Laird Hamilton? Who's Laird Hamilton? Surfer. It's a surfer. That guy said surfer. Like, you're wrong to not know that. (laughs) Surfer, dummy. I'm starting to think this is not going to be a very good production of Hamilton. (laughs) You don't need anybody. You got George Hamilton at the front. It doesn't matter who else you got. Hey, we've got Ron Hamilton from my grade school in this thing. I forgot about that. Now, who's he play? Who's he play? I I don't know who he plays. (laughs) Is he George Washington? I'd like to see him do the dual role of uh, Lafayette and uh, Jefferson. Okay. I'd like. I think Ron can handle that role. He can do it. I think if anybody can, it's Ron. It's a lanky. Ron Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> he's got the pipes and the speed. I don't know if he's got the pipes. I don't know if he's got the speed. I don't know if he's got any of the abilities. Okay. But I, I'm very comfortable casting him in this role. <laughs> Sight unseen. <laughs> Sounds like he's going to be taking the horse by the reins, making red coats red with blood stains. Whoa. Not by it. 
Wow, you should change your name to Hamilton. I got a role for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Uh, I'm sorry, you're down? That's right. All right, here we I mean, go. I'm already in character. Matthew, we're doing 70s music. You got to oh, be 22. Jesus. Do you know yeah. anything about that? No, get, I don't. Should we let him pick his own category? Yeah. All right. Just do, movies is fine. Movies. We'll do movies. Movies or TV shows. I'll let you do movies. Okay. What? Oh, I don't like this category. Wendy, I swear to God, if you and Cusick don't shut up, I'm going to punch you both in the mouth. <laughs> I know he's the problem, and you got to shut it down. I'm trying to do a show here, for Christ's sake, and show is in quotes. <laughs> my, my mountain bows are sticking to my socks. Stop knocking the mountain bows! <laughs> you know I love the mountain bow, and you guys can too. Go to M-O-T-T-A-N-D-B-O-W dot com, use promo code PARDO, get yourself 20% off. Matt, these jeans are already at a low, low price. Uh, take advantage and use mountainbow.com. Use promo code PARDO, get yourself 20% off. And then lay down on your comfortable, comfortable Casper mattress. <laughs> That's right. I'm wearing a Mac Weldon t-shirt. Now go to MacWeldon.com. Go ahead, Matt. You ready? I am ready. What are we doing? Movies. Movies, Movies with Matthew Root. Gotta yes. be 21. All right. Here we go. No, 21? No, we, I th- we got 21, Steve Dahl and I? Yeah. I thought it was 22. 22. It was 22. It was a Jose Valentin. Oh, what the hell? All Jose right. Valentin played for the White Sox. He was number 22. <laughs> or it's Amazing. Obscure <laughs> utility player. <laughs> Good mustache. <laughs> hey, I'm playing in Chicago. I probably should grow one of these. Here we go. Let, we let that sit for a second. Okay. Yeah, that's a good joke. Mm-hmm. Boom. Here we go. Here we go, Matthew. Uh, uh, Johnny Depp was just in this. It's a classic fairy tale. Oh, uh, 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 I can't think of any other thing shit. to describe this. Uh, uh, Patrick Swayze, God rest his soul. They're surfers. Dirty dance. Oh, a they're point surfers. Break, point break. Uh, uh, Will Smith and the other guy. Men in Black. Uh, yes. Uh, when you go to the movies, you go to the theater. Yes. Uh, uh, Michael Keaton. Batman. Uh, yes. Uh, another Will Smith movie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Hitch. Uh, 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 God, I can't uh, think of a word uh, to describe. Zombies. Uh, I, thought, I, I yeah. ah, Screw you all. Uh, superheroes, there's this many of them. A, a Fantastic Four. Yes. Uh, Shit. Damn it. Now, 17. 17. Matthew Root, everybody. See you, Matthew. Nice job, young man. All right, we got to go. We got to go. All right, Matthew, safely back to your uh, seat there. Uh, that was a job well done. <laughs> I blame myself on the one. I couldn't think of a clue for legend. I am legend because I've never seen it. It's great. Is it a good movie? I really like it. What's it, it about? You said zombies, though. It's a, it's an, uh, I'm out. I don't like zombies. Vampires. Oh, it's vampires. Is it vampires? <laughs> I'm back in. I didn't know it was about the vampire. It's, it, it, does the crowd agree that it's vampires? What? That, that, that sounds like a heck of a lot of nothing. Speak clearly. <laughs> that vampire, that woman said it in what can be the only, the most annoying voice I've ever heard in my entire life. Vampires! <laughs> oh. I think I... Call your voice, male, listen to it, and then never speak in public again. Oh, my God, that was awful. I can't wait to go to a hardware store and buy a couple of screwdrivers and damage my eardrum so I don't ever risk hearing that again. That was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life, and I've seen a snuff film. Mike, was that not bad? Thank you, Mike. Uh, Well, congratulations. Seventeen. Sounds like I need to rewatch. I am vampire. I am vampire. I am legend. I fundamentally misunderstood. 
what the hell was I doing watching that? Uh, not paying attention, not paying apparently. Any attention. All right, here's the deal, you guys. They have a 7 o'clock show here coming in after us, so we need to uh, skedaddle, skedaddle so they can set the room up. Uh, but Matt and I will be out in the lobby. If anybody wants to come by and say hello, uh, please do. Uh, don't forget to uh, get yourself a T-shirt if you want. Don't get one. Uh, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Uh, I'd recommend getting one so I don't have to bring that many back. Um, we got uh, the T-shirts are out there. There's also CDs and LPs uh, coming out. And, uh, but more importantly, come out and say hello. We come out here so that we can meet the fan. And to that, uh, to speak to that, uh, as I always uh, tend to do at these live shows, I get a little melancholy, and that's the truth. I did at the one thirty. That will not be uh, any different this show. Uh, the reason to come out and do these live shows is because uh, we get the emails from you guys, and we get to talk to you guys on a weekly basis, twice a week, if you're in the Players Club, getting the Players Club cheap asses. Um, <laughs> Uh, and for, there are people that I know that came to the one thirty. You also came back to the 4 o'clock. We appreciate that. But it is about meeting you guys afterwards. This is just an excuse because it would be weird to charge you 50 bucks and then sit out there and go, how are you? Adios. So we get through this, but that's really what it's all about. So please do come by and say hello. But they do have that 7 o'clock, so we can't be out there for a long time. Uh, but please line up and say hello if you would. Uh, it means the world. I speak for Matt. It means the world to us that you guys come out and that we were able to sell out that first show in record time and then take a little time to sell this one. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, but we appreciate that we we're able to have this many fans to come out and see us and do this and for twice a week to be able to do this show and do it the way that we want to do it and have you guys respond to it in the way that you have for the past 10 years. Uh, it means the world to me. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you guys for coming out. We'll see you again. On behalf of the Honcho, Matt Belknap, Mike Cusick, Steve Dahl, I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Good night, everybody. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Thanks again to Mott & Bow for sponsoring us today. Mott & Bow are ridiculously comfortable, premium handcrafted jeans. I'm, I'm wearing them right now, actually, and I can vouch for their comfort and their premiumness. This is a New York City-based startup company that's revolutionizing the way guys buy jeans online with their price point and free home try-on program, delivering incredible value to their customers. For those unsure between two waist sizes, you must try their home try-on program. You get an additional size for free to try it in the comfort of your own home. Keep the one that fits perfectly. Send the other one back with the pre-printed, pre-paid return label inside every box. It's just convenient. Now, these are the jeans for you. They're already way underpriced for the quality, but the deal just got even better, guys. Simply go to mottenbow.com, that's M-O-T-T-A-N-D-B-O-W.com, and use the promo code PARDO for 20% off. That's mottenbow.com, code PARDO for 20% off. Enjoy your jeans.
1962, a mysterious strangler committed the first of 13 random murders, shocking Boston and the world. Who were these women, and why would anyone want to kill them? It was the largest manhunt in the city's history. What is Mary Sullivan's picture doing on the front page of the paper with the Boston Strangler? Fifty years later, the cases remain open. Stranglers, the new crime series from Earwolf. Subscribe now in iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play.